Hi there. We would like to thank Kenneth Buchanan, Andrew Forneridis, Hakan Ibrahim, Ryan Beatty, and Dr. Suntry. All of these people and more have supported this show and our network by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. And you can too. Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Papers, Please, which is a simulation game developed and published by 3909 LLC for the PC in 2014. Cause no trouble. <laughs> Glory to um, Arstotska. Yep. Actually, no, uh, fuck the- Arstotska. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, it's yeah, fuck all the places. Yeah. It's not, it's not very good. Yeah, nothing in is general, good. Yeah, nothing is good. Um, that is the theme of this month. Yeah. This is nothing is good month. Welcome to March. Mm-hmm. Um, it is desperation month, which mm-hmm. is a uh, one of our, our last few kind of theme months that we're trickling out. Mm-hmm. Um, this was suggested by our patron, Michael Benavidez. Yes. Benavidez? If I mispronounced that, Michael, I apologize. Yeah. Um, just the idea being we're doing this and Frostpunk and Stalker. Uh, just kind of doing an exploration of privation. Yep, feeling bad. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, just scraping by is what we're going to do. Yep. But it is a good month for games, even if it is a bad month for feeling good. Absolutely. About playing video games. Yeah, I I love everything we're doing this month. Actually. Yep. It's so. a, it's definitely good times. Yeah. Um. So this uh, this game is uh kind of an auteur work mm-hmm. from a man named Lucas Pope. Uh, Pope. Ooh, not Lucas Poke. That's a, that's the, uh, I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's the cowboy version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lucas. It's time for Russia. Uh, Lucas Pope, who is a developer who worked on the Uncharted series, mm-hmm. and actually has a pretty interesting career if you look at his other games. Mm-hmm. Um, he has done a lot of little experiments like this. Yeah. Um, and just kind of taking a non-traditional mode of activity and putting it through a game lens. Yeah. Like this. He's yeah. neat. Yeah, I'm real curious. I've not played Oberdin yet, and I've not played anything that kind of like led up to this. So I'm real curious about his output. But this I've was not played either. I've just I've just looked at watched videos of the stuff that led to this. Yes, that's all pretty interesting. Yeah, um, and this was a pretty big indie darling around the time that it came out as well, um, mm-hmm. five years ago, which is really hard to believe. Yeah. Um, just because it is so strange, like you're playing as an official, uh, working at a border checkpoint in this kind of fictional Eastern Bloc country, uh, of Arstotska in 1982. So like it is trying to evoke like East Berlin, West Berlin kind of, kind of, yes. kind of feels. Yeah. Even though in this, it is not specifically a, a civil, 
you know, war kind of thing. This is this is a specific border between nations. Yes. Who were once at war. Um, yeah. And uh, so in this uh, job, the, the gameplay, the verb of this is to operate an immigration desk. Um, mm. You examine travel documents of migrants, uh, some of which are natives mm-hmm. to your country, some of which are migrating, some of which are visiting. And you are looking for discrepancies and contradictions and checking to make sure that their paperwork is in order. Yes. Um, and all of this is done. Um, I love the physicality of this game. The interface is a thing of beauty, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just because it is mimicking the physical space of your desk, of your booth. Um, so you're like moving documents around and there's not enough space for you to have everything laid out at once. So a big part of the optimization of this weirdly is like organization and placement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of giving yourself a, a little one man assembly line. Mm-hmm. Uh, for it to kind of figure out uh, how to do this and kind of system. And and I'll throw in uh, this where, um, to me, the biggest, most impressive thing about this uh, game um, or secret impressive thing mm-hmm. is uh, the sound design. Chunk which chunk. that Yeah, the sound effects are extremely good and just make it feel very satisfying to play mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like still satisfying. Like we'll, we'll get into it when we start talking about the experience of this. I find this game very stressful. Oh, God, like, I don't yeah. think this is fun at all. Nope. <laughs> um, I, I did not have fun during my playthrough, either playthrough of this. This is the second time I played it. This game but gave it, me nightmares. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's it's extremely harrowing. But the um, for me, some people do just find it fun. Yeah. Um, definitely talk to plenty of people who do, but I, do, I don't. Um, but I do uh, just find that feeling of moving paper around, the, the feeling of the stamps, the sound of the shutter mm-hmm. closing and opening, the sound of the dot matrix printer. <laughs> that uh you know, oh, that, that, that haunts your dreams but, yeah. yeah that just you know just comes comes through um i find that the sound design in this to be um it reminds me actually a little bit of like one of the things we talked about when we talked about the doom 2 shotgun mm-hmm. and why the doom 2 shotgun is so good is because it's not afraid to be like loud right and that's what these things are mm-hmm. like everything is pretty loud in the mix yeah so you know you just have this ambient sound you don't have music during the day um, but this ambient sound is a real low level din. And then when something happens, like when you close the shutter on somebody or mm-hmm. you take a picture of them through the scanner, it's loud. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very loud in the mix in a way that just makes it feel real and tactile. Yes. Um, in a way that it ordinarily would not. Right. Uh, or otherwise would not rather. Mm-hmm. I love the voice samples in this as well. Yeah. Like it, it goes uh, a tremendous amount to kind of like weirdly dehumanize the entire situation, which plays into the theme. Like graphics do that too. Yeah. Like the, the way that the, um, the, you know, the art, the art style, mm-hmm. which we should also probably talk about here. Yeah. Everything just but... looks and sounds so bleak, uh, mm-hmm. but still really impressive. Like I think that from a visual design perspective, the color palette choice is what stands out. Because mm-hmm. everything here is like, a, you know, like this is pixel art. Like you are seeing what what appears to be like digital posterized sprites of, you know, people. I don't know if mm-hmm. they were drawn. I don't know if they were like, you know, taken from photographs as reference. But everything has this kind of like olive drab and dim red kind of cast to it. Yeah. Yeah. And lots of lots of people are, are odd, uh, odd shades of color. So it mm-hmm. seems like you're uh, admitting people from Doug Sylvania. <laughs> Like all these skeeters and, and Patty Manny's and Patty's Manny's. Yeah, yeah, they're coming from east through. from West Bluffington to East Bluffington. <laughs> <laughs> from, uh, 
Skeeter stand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, um, but yeah, it's, it, it uses those kind of abstractions. Um, but also everyone has a very readable face because mm-hmm. the, in a, like a guess who sense. Yeah. Like this has a lot of commonality with guess who in a weird way. Yeah. Um, that, that board game, um, you know, and it just, it, it lands that like the, the lack of detail is dehumanizing mm-hmm. the, but there are the, every detail that's used is important and necessary. Yes. You know, in these, in these drawings. Yeah. Like matching faces becomes really important, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and it does really interesting things with like gender, I think in a way that makes you feel super gross for invading people's privacy. Once you start unlocking I... the photo booth. I was thinking about that as, as just, again, like 2019 eyes, like we'll get to that one when that mechanic is introduced, but like, it is something where if it was made now, I wonder if it would take the same kind of attitude. Like for me, this being having this really heavy simulation is bent, having this focus on gender and having it be, um, you know, a criteria on whether somebody is presents as the gender they were assigned at birth. Um, like in 1982 in fakey Zelda times, that mm-hmm. would 100% be the, the case. Right. Now, maybe not. Like right. if this were made now, that would be more fraught. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of interesting. It's not like I, this is not me saying like, oh, Papers, Please is hugely problematic mm-hmm. in that respect. But it is something that I would not I did not think about when I first played it and did think about now. Yeah. So it is yeah. at least like a marker in either a change in the conversation or a change in me. Mm hmm. Um, either or. Yeah. I, I think like my, my stance on it after thinking about it for a little bit, and this could be malleable is like, it is another way that the papers dehumanize you. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if just because there is a mismatch between your identity and the paper that can be grounds to, you know, force you to give up your rights. Yeah. But that, that, that's kind of the level that I saw it at. For sure. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that, that is definitely what it's doing, but just the, the idea that somebody can present ID that affirms that they are a gender mm-hmm. and they don't look that way. And part of your job in this game, part of the verb you're doing is to be like, nah, yeah. you know, question that is fraught. Yeah. Like it is, it is fraught to put the player in a position where you're questioning somebody's presented gender. Yes. Like that is not something you do. Yeah. That's shitty, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about how this gets complicated because, you know, that scanning for people's gender, you know, like taking invasive photographs of them and things is part of this, uh, evolving story, uh, where most days there is a new rule, um, that is added to your book. There is a new document that you have to examine, um, you know, up to the point where you could be comparing as many as like five different pieces of paper, you know, checking to make sure that their ID number matches across them, that there are no typos, that there's nothing that is at, you know, that is left out. You're checking like diplomatic seals to make sure they're correct, looking mm-hmm. for forgeries. Um, and it just is really difficult to keep all of it in your head. Um, especially when you have to start like pinpointing the, uh, the, the differences and, you know, uh, citing a reason, right. For why they need to go. Yeah. Even though when you cite a reason, you, you, it's just a separate stamp. So it's another step. It's not writing it out or anything like Mm -hmm. that, but that kind of mounting complexity is the mechanic, Mm -hmm. um, of the game. And then that is pushed against, um, the fact that you are doing a simulation Mm -hmm. with your, with your home at the the same time where you are paid based on the number of people you process. Right. (laughs) Um, through this uh, correctly. So you have to not make mistakes. You're penalized for making mistakes. 
you're paid depending, uh, you know, if you do well mm-hmm. and you have this, um, rent and heat and medicine and food and such, uh, constantly piling up right. um, on you and your margins are very thin. So you have this time pressure to get as many people done in, uh, as, as the period that you have for the day and whatever that ends up being. And, uh, there's an additional penalty when you look through mistakes is sometimes they will end the day early mm-hmm. for reasons we'll talk about. Um, and those two competing drives are where the game of this lies. Right. That, that um, is... If it was only one of them or the other, it would not be a game. Right. Um, no. It has that kind of elegance to perfection. Like if you uh, if you just were checking paperwork and had all the time in the world, who gives a shit? This is wrote, you know, this mm-hmm. isn't a game. Yeah. Um, if you didn't have all the time in the world, but there were no stakes for failure, mm-hmm. then you would just accept, accept, accept all the way through, and then it wouldn't be a game. Right. It's those two competing things that lean on each other. And in that space between those two, like, you know, leaning poles is that's where the game is. Yeah, that's the key it's, tension. And and it's very rare that you can pinpoint something like that so directly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in games where people are like, is this a game? Mm-hmm. Right. Like it is harder as much as like I don't go in for that argument. It is harder to know exactly where to find the game of something like Gone Home mm-hmm. just to throw out another like early example of that, like where the game is mm-hmm. part of it than it is for this this it is very obvious when you kind of look at the two poles, like oh that's where this becomes a game like mm-hmm. it's kind of very elegant to see the actual you know uh, uh strings and stitching and wire and such yeah that transform this from a task or a toy <laughs> you know uh to an actual game yeah and the fact that it can be so precisely identified as like hey this is the elemental core of this game Mm-hmm. Um, makes it super, uh, makes it, <laughs> makes it remarkable how well it integrates with the actual story, because that tension also adds a bunch of weight to, you know, decisions that taken in a vacuum would be, you know, just kind of elementary, right? Like yeah. I, you just like the game forces you to make decisions about the lives of these people and, you know, divorced from any of these penalties and divorced from the fact that I have a family to take care of, um, you know, (laughs) I I would be able to just very easily settle what that would be as it stands. It ends up being a little bit more, not, if not difficult, uh, let's just say, mm, personally brutal. Let's say, yeah, it it applies moral torque Yeah, through, through two different axes. So like it is applying, uh, you know, uh, a kind of a traditional one that is kind of obvious through your family and needing to provide for your family needs. Yeah. And that is the justification you have to be a good soldier. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it uh, pl- applies like a humanitarian moral torque to you uh, with these kind of sob stories with uh, people who should, you know, in a just world that is not, um, you know, not necessarily a lawful one, but a just mm-hmm. one, people who would be able to come in. Right. Right. Um, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it can put kind of a weight on these decisions. Yeah. So again, um, just one of those, like it would still have some of the weight, mm-hmm. but playing them against each other is kind of where this game becomes kind of genius. Yeah. And especially genius, you know, personally, I find my, I found myself yielding to the incentives, yielding to the punishments and eventually starting to think, like get annoyed at people who presented the stories, get annoyed at people who made honest mistakes, wanting to get people through because of the pressure the game was um, exerting on me yeah. and both time and money. Right. Which, and, you know, further, further dehumanizes. Right them you know which is it is the point mm-hmm. of this like th- this this game has uh 
it's one of those games where I think that the point of it is not, it's like actually very obvious. It is mm -hmm. like an art game where it's easy to see the point of it, but that point is really inarguable and elegant, mm -hmm. you know, and, and kind of something you don't see expressed in games very often. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, direct, like this is such a complete uh, articulation of that point yep. and articulates nothing else mm -hmm. really. Like it's very focused. Yes. Um, and that's what makes it not feel like, oh, like wouldn't a game about hunger that tells me hunger is bad, <laughs> you know, like it's, it doesn't feel like that. It's like, yeah, no, this yeah. is just a very, a, this reminds me a little bit of a much more complicated and longer version of Dialogue 3D. I've never played um, that. So Dialogue 3D. Um, oh, yeah, is, no, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. It's really, so for people who don't know who are listening to this, it's one of my favorite things that has ever come out. <laughs> it is a mod of Wolfenstein 3D where when you're playing it, before you can actually hit pull the trigger on a Nazi, um, a prompt pops up on the computer that says, wouldn't it be better to start a conversation with them? And you have to take your hand off the mouse, go over <laughs> to the computer and type no, uh, and then hit enter before you're allowed to fire each bullet. But they can fire at you. And they can fire at you the entire time. And it's like, that makes a point. It is super elegant and direct in the point it's making mm -hmm. but it's like it's not ambiguous what point it's making right right you know like when you when you look at something that has brutality to it um like even um like uh frostpunk or stalker kind of make more than one point mm -hmm. and are both of which are games i really like but i don't think either of them are as elegant or as simple or direct as this is in yeah. making their points mm -hmm. um or even if you look at something else that kind of has that brutalist kind of sense to it like a uh, pathologic I don't think Pathologic is as direct as this. This is like a kind of a perfect game in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, just in that, like, there's no nothing extraneous really added mm -hmm. to it. And it makes, it does one thing. Yeah. You know, it makes one point. Yeah. Um, and that's really admirable, I think. I think so, too. Yeah. I think that's why this landed so well as like a message game. And, you know, mm -hmm. as something unique is that clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, you know, you end up trying to, you end up making, uh, you know, choices at the end, you know, even with your family, like you have, you have a certain amount of money. And if you have a bad day, well, you might just have to not have heat for that day. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. that increases the odds that one of your family members will be sick. So that just moves the expense down the road as you end up having to pay for medicine. Um, and your family members can die. Yep. And if they all die, it is a fail state. And the fail state is because the government sees itself as family forward. Yes. Like it, it wants family, you know, crackers. crackers <laughs> God damn it. You fucking beat me. Yeah. <laughs> so some of our border agents may be single, but yeah, we'd rather we, not. Know. Yeah. Some of, some of our border agents might eat crackers. <laughs> we don't know. And frankly, we don't want to know. Um, it, it's that. So it is just kind of uh, you are in turn being dehumanized. Yes. By the government. And like the kind of, uh, you know, this this message about where it puts the player, like you've got it in the notes here as like desperation breeds corruption um, as easily as power does. I think that's definitely true to me, just like zooming back just a little bit to mm -hmm. me. It just is like. What what a good illustration of the kind of power that. Rules and regulations and such have over our lives, like look yeah. at a wide sweep as something as simple as this bureaucracy. Mm hmm. And how that will have devastating effects on people who are enforcing it and people who are subject to it, mm -hmm. even though on the surface, it's like, oh, we need these things to survive. Like, this is what society is. This is what civilization is, Yeah, is having these rules and stuff set up. And 
putting that all that power into one person to yeah. enforce that like and uh they will end up making decisions that are like <laughs> catastrophically powerful yeah a single strike of a pen can uh, inexorably alter you know, just thousands or millions of lives yeah right and you know the person who put that pen to the paper is not the person who has to be down and act as kind of the fulcrum for that yeah this puts so, you at that fulcrum point so maybe it is exceedingly fucked up that we outsource any of our moral decision making mm -hmm. to a binary rule <laughs> right like maybe that is an exceedingly fucked up thing that we never should have done <laughs> right um yeah. Yeah. Because it creates cover because yeah. it allows the, situ the, the situation where you can say, well, I was following rules and I was following, I was doing what was best for me. It was self-interest. Um, but, you know, even though it was self-interest, even though self-interest is a proxy for um, the interest of the state. Right. Yeah. 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 Just, uh, the, the, just the way that people's people's drives are manipulated the way that your prosperity and your freedom can be held hostage right yep yeah yeah yep um so libertarianism i suppose i uh, like anarchy <laughs> anarchy yeah like uh, choose the choose the sexier one Cole. <laughs> yeah no. like we want to get late man we don't want to be libertarian like <laughs> god damn it on, I, I said libertarian and i immediately grew a necktie fuck yeah <laughs> like <laughs> At least do a version where we kiss a girl, like sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I, was um, I was obviously joking. No, I know. I, yeah. I was joking too. I'm sure that there are yeah. libertarians who have, yeah. at some point, maybe coerced someone into kissing them. Yeah. Using a bargain of some kind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it rationalized it for them in their self interest that they be kissed and yeah. you know, oh, paid all gosh. the appropriate fees. Um, so. Uh, you have your days. Um, some days will end up being cut short by terrorist attacks. Uh, some will take you by surprise. Um, some of them are just due to you. Mm -hmm. Like you fucked up and let, let the wrong person in, which I love that. Yeah. Um, and eventually uh, this escalation happens where you have to actually take up arms. <laughs> this is like we can't afford arms. we can't afford guards. So here's a trank. <laughs> well, that, that's a that is a low key theme of this as well. Uh -huh. Every job I've ever had, like W two style job, mm -hmm. has eventually just had my boss just give me more and more tasks and make me fill in for more and more people. Yep. Like I've never just had a job where it's like I was hired to do X and I do X. Right. They always have that like big list of duties and one percent says other duties as assigned, mm -hmm. and that is just a catch all for your boss to just do shit like this. Yes. This is like taken to an extreme example, but like what a well observed thing mm -hmm. you know to be like no you're gonna be our security as well because it saves a little bit of money yeah yeah you know fuck off <laughs> don't make them moderate ourselves like you know any any number of companies that do these kind of shortcuts yeah, yeah. where it's like they you know just give people multiple jobs like that mm -hmm. um broadly there's a meta plot to this uh but it is pretty broad and also very binary yes much more so than i thought when i first played it like it felt like there was a universe of pop possibilities when i first played it and actually there are two paths right uh that is a little bit occluded by the fact that there are 20 different endings indigo prophecy style some of those endings are just bad ends for or failures in particular instances Not some like 85 percent of them yes are. like almost all of them are it's one word that's different in the same sentence you get yeah yeah so like if you uh trank a citizen versus if you kill a citizen mm-hmm randomly it is you get one screen with a slightly different word on it and that's yeah, counted as yeah. a different ending 
Um, I am not compelled by that system. No. Like, I understand people are. If you look online, there are all these, like, achievement guides and how to get all the endings. And, like, <laughs> why do you want to see all these splash screens? Well, because they're there. Like, I guess. Like, yeah. there's almost nothing to them. Like, it yeah. really feels to me like this is a one playthrough game. And even playing through it a second time, like, I was shocked at how much of it was the same. Yeah. Playing through with a different path. Yeah. And and also it, it seems like there is more possibility because they mix in kind of randomly generated or procedurally generated people in with mm. the scripted, uh, the scripted kind of events. You eventually yeah. get pretty good at spotting when somebody's going to be scripted. Um, yeah. and the kind of the, uh, the curtain gets pulled at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is all in service of this meta plot, these two different paths we talked about. So the, the state you're in, the, uh, Arstatska, uh, is failing and it's trying to keep a thumb on the population. And there's also an insurgent group called Isaac that's trying to overthrow <clears throat> it and bring it back to old Arstatska. Yes. Um, and you end up siding with one or the other. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to. And that determines uh, if you complete the game and get all the way to the end, which of the two endings yeah. or sets of endings you get. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, and it is not necessarily cut and dried from a personal perspective because Isaac is applying torque to you as well. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they're putting you in danger and asking you to do really, really dangerous stuff that could get you exposed and potentially, uh, you know, like the bad ending. If you try and go for the state and Isaac goes in, uh, you can end up being killed by one of their efforts, you know, yeah. like, yeah, like nobody is good. <laughs> again no, continuing no, no. that yeah and you are you're best served by choosing one yeah kind of path like either do the revolutionary thing or stay loyal to the state mm -hmm. there's one specific choice that kind of bucks that yeah um where if you're staying loyal um you will be asked to give up some evidence and the choice you if you give that evidence up you're actually you know found for found guilty of collusion or what have you yes other than that though you're best just choosing yeah one yeah, uh, choosing one and trying to succeed in the things that they ask you to do because choosing and failing uh, also results in you being caught in between and being executed. Yeah, that that, yep. that was my initial ending before I before I rewound and did the third way ending, which is getting out of dodge. Yeah, yeah. If you if you are loyal, so there is there is an ending for both that actually ends with you living in Arstotska mm -hmm. happily, right? Um, and it is a uh, Succeeding at all the tasks, like in or you know, for both of them, either saying no to everyone and just doing things by the book, mm -hmm. the entire game will will get you the you are a honored citizen of Arstotska ending, yep. and then helping Isaac at every single turn, um, and succeeding the final event with him will get you the you know new pl you know a place in the revolution kind of ending. Right, right. Um, so it is uh, it is possible to straight lace your way through. Mm -hmm. And get the good ending at the end of both paths. But you can also leave. There is that third way ending, which is just getting out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so Lucas Pope, he was inspired to make this just by observing the behavior of customs agents when he was traveling internationally. Mm -hmm. Just kind of watching them make the comparisons, um, you know, over and over. Kind of he, he identified a gameplay loop in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought this would be very short, um, you know, just like, oh, this will be very easy. And mm -hmm. it, it is a very modest game, but it ended up taking a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's how games work. Yeah. 
Um, and even though the game does evoke real life places, Pope has been pretty adamant that like, yeah, I've tried to keep everything fictional, um, trying to, uh, set the game in the world of this earlier experiment that he had done this, uh, this game called the Republic of times where you're like the editor in chief of a newspaper under a totalitarian regime. Yep. Which is a cool little game. I watched some of that. Yeah. Um, very strangely, there is a short film uh, based on this, I'm I'm kind of surprised that you did you like this. Like I I watched this today, uh-huh. and like it's well done, but the messaging is terrible. Yes, yeah. So it is it is well done. I don't like the ending at all. Yeah, it's 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 a hateful project. Yeah. Like it's like it looks really cool, but the idea is it is it is staunchly loyalist. Like yes. the one time somebody makes an exception in term in service of their humanity, it bites them in the ass and right. uh, gets people the, killed. Yep. Yeah, it gets tons of people killed. So, like, if 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 the short film has the the game has a message, mm-hmm. it is just kind of about that system. It doesn't take a stance on it one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't if you're loyal, you don't uh, end up getting executed no matter what. If you're mm-hmm. a revolutionary, you can succeed at that. The game is kind of agnostic about that. It's more about the systems. Yeah, the short film chooses an ending, which is you should be loyal because if you start <laughs> trying to make your own decisions, yes. it will you will get blown up. Yes, because people from outside are inherently dangerous. Yes, like yeah. it, it's pretty gross. Yeah. Um, it looks good. Yeah, like it is yeah. well made. I, that, that, I think that's what I was what I was going for when I put that. Uh, it's pretty good in the notes. Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 ending is is balls, but like everything up to it, like the the the, the uh, facial acting, um, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word, when he is kind of agonizing over the different choices that he is making and deciding to you know not let his guard friend's girlfriend in. You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Like, I thought that was good. I didn't know that it was going to add up to what it did, which is bad. Yeah, which is, which is him feeling guilt over that, deciding to lapse in his his duties and right and right. letting out a filthy foreigner. Uh, essentially, like the uh, it is a really great adaptation. Yes. Weirdly enough, like it actually like is very direct and one to one in a way that you wouldn't think like the same way you wouldn't think this could be really a game. Mm-hmm. You know, if you tried to pitch this to somebody, uh, a non-gamer American, like they would be like, oh, you can't make a game out of paperwork. Yeah. And no. it's like, oh, you can't make a movie out of game. How does paperwork. this advance like, boner culture? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't, can't get rock hard to this. <laughs> there is a nudity code, but I still can't get hard to it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there, there's no direct sequel to this. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, Pope's most recent game, the return of the Oberoi Din is another puzzle game about observation and comparison, which I would very much like to play. Me too. Um, I am worried that it has too many logic grid elements for me, but it is, uh, it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, that, that aesthetic is, uh, chef finger emoji. Yeah. Yep. It works for me. And also I'm told that like, there is a good amount of deduction that is not just, you know, uh, yeah. This person is to the left of this person <laughs> always wears a fork. Right, right. Just yeah. uh, the, the things that I've heard about it is that it, for the majority of the kind of, you know, deductions you have to make, it does reside in this, you know, the the right gap to create these little sparks of uh, intuition, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That is what I want is intuition. I don't want to just write stuff down to solve it. Yeah. I do not want a Sudoku. Right. Um. Yeah. And uh, that's that's about it for for generalities. Uh, we'll get into it. A lot of these days are pretty the same. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so we'll, we'll talk about what happens, but know that's an intended effect if you do end up playing this. Um, mm-hmm. You play it for a month, and uh, it is, uh, you know, it is trying to make you feel that day in day out feeling. So you might get a little bit of that here, but we are just going to hit those highlights. Yeah. Um, um, and talk about like the new rules and the mechanics that they bring in as well. 
let's get started with day one. Let's do it. So the setup is that, hey, you won this labor lottery, um, which makes you think it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, it presumably is as opposed to just dying. Yeah. I assume that everyone else is just starving. <laughs> right. If this is what passes for winning the lottery, like yeah. winning a, a, jo a job in this. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like when Homer gets turned into the chimney sweep. <laughs> it, yeah, yep. Exactly. Right. Uh, but yeah, you're starting to work for the Ministry of Admission in uh, East Greston, uh, the, you know, kind of the East Berlin uh, stand-in for this, right? Mm -hmm. um, and your first rule is pretty simple. Uh, all you have to do is admit only our Stotskin citizens, deny all foreigners, for Foreigners, it says. So you have yep. one document, it's a passport. If it's from our Stotska, you you might be good. If it's not, it is a blanket denial. Let's talk a little bit um, at this point more about the... Um... The interface in the desk mm -hmm. um, kind of thing. So what you what you have is a uh, you get your brief, your brief mm -hmm. at the beginning of each day, which you read through, which tells you your new rule. You also have a rule book, um, and the rule book has a couple of different like notable features. So it has all the rules, um, which eventually you have to start referencing. Yeah, uh, um, even soon. before that's a requirement, you have to like in order to get the proper documentation from them or prompt them to give you something new, you end up having to cite one of those rules in, in, yes. in comparison to something that they've given you. Yep. Um, and they're just there for reference. You also have a map mm -hmm. uh, from there, and then a section for each country that says which uh, towns in that country issue passports. Right. Um, there. So you have this thing that you have to flip through pages, and early on it is extremely manageable. As you mentioned, as you get more documents, it becomes just about having <laughs> stuff piled up on your desk. Yeah. But the, the basic flow early on is you click a button to send in the next person, um, and you see in this, you see your desk, and you also see the line outside mm -hmm. and the checkpoint. Yes. Um, and kind of the top half of the screen in a way that makes this look like a DS game almost. <laughs> um, and uh, boy, it would work well on DS. The top screen part that you almost never interact with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it shifts down when you get out the gun. But other than that, you just move it around with the stylus. Yeah, the, 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 top, the top screen part that the game is trying to get you to ignore so that yes, when yeah, terrible things, things happen, happen, it will surprise you. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you, you buzz in somebody. They walk up. You see uh, the little portrait. You say, papers, please. They pass you. At this point, they're just passing you a passport. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just open it up and you ask them a couple of set questions. Uh, you know, as we, as we go on mm -hmm. and you're comparing those answers, you get a transcript of those. So you can reference them. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, that is uh, essentially what you're doing is moving around that paperwork inside your little booth. Yeah. Um, but I just want to draw attention to that rule book because that ends up being a big, um, a big bugbear for me in things that I got caught on. Oh yeah. I uh, like issuing city is my, yeah, my oh, Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would say an issuing country, but <laughs> right. Uh, no, but like just the, the issuing city, it's almost always going to be, uh, well, not always, almost always, uh, eventually like just the, the more complex rules they get stacked on that really basic stuff is easy to forget unless you yes. have a mental checklist to like always, uh, well, I mean, what I did was I just wrote out the names of the, of the issuing cities to keep on my actual desk. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I could reference it without thumbing through the book. Which is probably yep. cheating, but I don't know if I was if I was working in that checkpoint, I probably would have it posted up too. <laughs> so I saw that as role playing. Um, additionally, I forget if it's now or when you get the entry permits, you end up having to reference um, uh, dates, like expiration dates. Yeah, that's so rough. like internalizing what the date is is going to be really important. Yeah, that yeah. that is uh, that is super rough stuff. I think the way it's cheat you cheated is like giving yourself an extended desk, <laughs> right? 
Like it'd be like if you gave yourself a tea, you brought in a TV tray <laughs> to work. Yeah, is how you cheated. Yes, uh, TV oh. trays are decadent, though. Yep, it's true <laughs> uh, of the West. Um, so early on, this this day is super easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, just everyone needs to have a passport. We're letting back in our soldiers. And nothing really happens this day. <laughs> right. At one point, somebody walks up and just says, it was a mistake to open this checkpoint. He waited in line for a full day to say that to me, somebody with no yep. power. Yep. <laughs> he didn't even hand me documents. Yep. 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 Oh. <laughs> um, so um, Day two. Day two. Uh, this is the day where we can allow foreigners. So it's not just our Stoatskins. Um, it just, it is want to pause here for a moment and see how crazy it is that rules change day by day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what a, what a, what a bureaucratic nightmare. Yes. That that would be mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yes, yeah, so you can, you can bring in people and this is now where you can highlight discrepancies mm-hmm. as we mentioned. So the way this works is if somebody does not give you a passport, um, you click on the rule. For passport, and you click on your desk, and I just assume that you pointing at your desk. Yep. Going, hey, passport. Um, and that is. No. You 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 put you plot a copy of the game's manual. It's called Papers, Please. Yeah, I said it when you came in. So listen, lady. Yep. Yeah. Um. So this is where you start getting uh people with the expired passports. This is you know mm-hmm. you end up um uh, looking at these misspelled issuing cities, things like that. Um. Uh, there's no penalty for just denying somebody without pointing them out. Um, yep. I didn't realize that. Um, and I probably put myself in a lot of, I, I, I probably put myself behind by taking the time to uh, call out every discrepancy uh, before I, yeah. before it was strictly needed. Later on there is. Yes. Like they introduced that penalty, but early on you can just say no. Right. Uh, to people. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, we should, you know, so at this point also like, when you get somebody, you give them that discrepancy. If they don't have a thing, you can just say like skedaddle. Um, eventually that becomes a lot more complicated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, story beat here. We have an Arstotzkin woman who comes by with a pamphlet for a strip club. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to happen for a few days. Uh, yep. And immediately I started worrying like, oh, this is going to be a human trafficking thing, isn't it? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, yep. And there is, uh, as we, we didn't mention this between the days, but you get a newspaper. Mm-hmm. Between each day is where you just read the headlines, and these will be affected by what you choose to do. Right. Uh, here. Yep. Um, and this is the day that ends with a bombing. Uh, some <laughs> people from the neighboring country of Kolechia. Uh, very weird to see my name just at the beginning of the enemy country. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, goes through. You know, I think you let him through. No, somebody hops the barricade and then just throws a bomb at the guards at the checkpoint. Yep. And, uh, Yeah. The um this ends the day and this is one of those other like kind of injustices is you know you get since you get paid per person mm-hmm. you never know when one of these I mean eventually you do because it can sometimes be your fault but days will end outside your control mm-hmm. again kind of dehumanizing you so this day you know you may be processed seven people yeah instead of the ordinary you know eighteen you might do mm-hmm. you know so you get way less money for this day right um, at the end of every day you're presented with this little stat screen. That shows uh, your rent for that day, um, how much you spend on food, or and then after that, everything is optional. Yeah. So you can choose to uh, spend money on food or heat, um, and you can see the health of your family, and it's an extended family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just your kids. It's you're also your uncle, mm-hmm. uh, things like that, and eventually this can grow. Yeah. Um, and the more people you have there, the higher those standing bills are. Yes. 
uh, for things like food and such, or if many of them get sick. The yes. uh, the kind of accepted strategy is to just alternate food and heat, um, mm -hmm. which there's really nothing that discourages you from doing that, aside from feeling bad that you're deciding, okay, no, nobody gets dinner today. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and just the, the feeling of gaming it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like how in The Sims 2, how you call in sick to work every other day. Right. To, to keep your insane social meters up <laughs> the um you can you don't have to do this to to win right, right if you get quick enough on this you can at least with the loyalist playthrough that i did like mm -hmm. after a false start where i died i started over and got quick enough at doing this to get to the good ending without anybody getting sick yeah yeah um or without turning off the food or, or water mm -hmm. but i also had to you know do a bunch of inhumane shitty things to stay loyal so yes no yeah. um day three the new requirement here this brings in an entry ticket uh which mm -hmm. gives you another expiration date to check there's a date that's like hey enter by this yeah so. i find that very hard too yeah date expiration math is date. tough <laughs> yeah date math is tough and it's not like the it's not a real date so you're mm -hmm. checking date math versus this fictional date that's on the on the screen mm -hmm. You know, like if it just like updated your computer clock or something. Right. <laughs> I could just know, oh, I know what day it is in real life. <laughs> right. You know. But, yeah, yeah, no, that that makes eventually like if you play enough days in a row, you kind of internalize what it's supposed to be. Uh, but this game is uh, very resistant to taking breaks. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. You do not want to do that. Yeah. Um, day three is where we meet Georgie for the first time. <laughs> I love Georgie. Georgie so this, is so this, good. <laughs> This game has jokes in it, which yep. it doesn't seem like it would, and it would need to, because otherwise it would be exceedingly dour. It would be unrelentless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be, it there's would not be a relentless. lot of jokes to him at first. Like, he just doesn't, he shows up without a passport. Right. Like, this gets, like, very funny, actually, <laughs> yeah. as it goes on. And I initially thought, like, you, you go through a real journey with Georgie, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, at first you think, okay, well, he is making my life incredibly difficult. He almost ends up being like a, like a, like a mid boss or a boss kind of character, um, mm. to get you to figure out, like, just, uh, if you're, if you're trying to figure out exactly why he can or cannot be let out, uh, he'd be far less, he would be far less interesting if there was never a point where he actually could be let in. But I think there are a couple where all of his stuff is right. Um, yeah, and you yeah, like get dinged for leaving him out. Yeah. 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 He gets correct. We should have mentioned this earlier before too, is you get two mistakes per day. Yes. Before you're penalized. So um, that's a really elegant system as well. Um, one that allows for mistakes, but two, um, the real kind of like papers, please starts when you start making mistakes, that becomes a resource. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to make mistakes on purpose because I want to let this person in, even though I know they're not just, Yeah. I'm going to sacrifice one of my chances at fucking up. You know, in order to to make this good decision or to get this financial gain, depending on how things are. Yes. Um, yeah. When when violations are given to you, that dot matrix matrix printer sound, I would mm -hmm. let somebody through and just wait and hold my breath to see if I would hear the. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's very nerve wracking. Yes. Um, getting two is two uh, things is pretty generous. Mm -hmm. It also had that thing again. This reminds me of actual jobs I've had where I'm like. If you're just checking them anyway, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, I know, right? You know, like, <laughs> like, you know? if you know the answer, yeah, like you, you know, you know who you know. You omnipresently know who should come through. <laughs> um, so uh, the the day ends um, again. Not a whole lot happens that day, mm -hmm. um, other than it being in the wake of that terrorist event, which give, puts you on edge. Like it, mm -hmm. it does feel like, oh, that can happen anytime. Yeah. Um, day four, because of that, uh, because of that 
um, event, restrictions are more strict now. Yes. Um, even if you are from Ar- Arsatska, you need an ID card, and foreigners need an entry uh, permit. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, so more information to check. The ID cards um, can be forged, like they have issuing cities as well. So you want mm-hmm. to check those out. Uh, di- uh, um, later on, the height um, that is listed there and the weight that is listed there yeah. uh, becomes a thing you have to you have to work out because you know you notice oh the booth has a scale and the booth has um, you know kind of like height markers in the back. Yep. Um, and the foreigner's entry permit uh, has another expiration date for you to check. Yep. Yeah. Along, um, along with pretty- the reason that they're coming as well. So yes, you have to like, you know, the, what they say when they walk up becomes important. Yep. And it is kind of, again, it doesn't seem hard, but you are trying to optimize a system where you have to uh, read at the same time you're checking uh, the, these dates mm-hmm. and such. Like if you just wait for them to get around to telling you what their thing is, sometimes they'll make chit chat with you. Yes. And you do not want that because you want them to tell you the reason so you can compare it and get it off of your list. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so what you end up having that transcript, but that's almost always less efficient than multitasking and checking the dates at the same time you check the reason yeah, or just kind of file it in the way back of your brain. Like it activates a part of your brain that is not used during games very often, but is used during work. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes this game really hard to play for, you know, for long periods of time. It is, yes. it is stressful. Um, in a way that a lot of games just are not because you are paying so such close attention for such a protracted amount of time. I, yeah, I stretch this over more sessions than it needs. Like it's like a four hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stretch it over, you know, like seven nights Yes, or something like that just to, <laughs> to take breaks. Yeah. Um, um Georgie comes back. Oh, he's back. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, you sent him away for not having a passport. He hands you a passport that appears to be drawn in crayon. I love it. <laughs> and I it love says, it, so much. it says he's from the country of Cobra Stan. <laughs> I love Cobra Stan so much. <laughs> it's so good. The, um, like I, I am way into Cobra Stan. Yeah. You can get a Cobra Stan t-shirt. I'm pretty sure. Oh, sweet. Um, from this. And he's, we didn't really talk about this when he first shows up, but his whole thing is that even when you deny him, he's exceedingly cheerful. Yep. <laughs> and really friendly. And that it's is like, like where the joke comes from. It's like, oh, I'll come back later. They're like the only time he ever loses patience with you is when you deny him when he's supposed to get in. Yeah. Um, he just like he he completely turns it off. But yep. his just complete unblinking cheerfulness and politeness, even yep. when you, you like when you point out something he's doing wrong, he's like, ah, you caught me. I'll be back next time. Yep. Yeah. He knows. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he knows the game. Um, there's also a system here. So uh, you've got to hear the notes. This can happen earlier in this, I believe. But mm-hmm. the, this is the first time, a uh, good time to talk about it is someone's picture, which doesn't match. So you say, like, you don't look like your picture. And they will say, like, it's been a hard couple of years or, mm-hmm. you know, I cut my hair or I lost weight or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, you then you give them a fingerprint to fill out. Um, and one of the things here is you can kind of visually match those fingerprints. But what I found to be a very quick time saver is just set them up. As, call them a discrepancy mm-hmm. just click them and say discrepancy rather than comparing each fingerprint oh and it would say no, match like, yeah yeah or no or no discrepancy mm-hmm. found yeah for, for for me it was quicker just to just to look at it because when they're different it's very obviously different they tend to be yeah i yeah. think i got burned by one that mm-hmm. was subtle in a way that i was not 
comfortable the, the, with. They'll do that. I think it happens primarily in the in the last part of the game. Like like weirdly, the difficulty of the discrepancies ramps up. So like when the ID numbers don't match or the passport numbers that, don't the match ID at the start. Are... <laughs> horrible yeah, <laughs> yeah so but, but but like early on they'll be completely different but like later on um like the difference will be like kind of in the middle so if you're just kind of scanning yeah. and looking at the beginning and end they'll catch you there or there'll be a digit that's left off of one or the other yeah um, it just the becomes digit left off is extremely tough <laughs> it just becomes harder it becomes harder to harder to detect in a way that feels very cannily designed mm-hmm yeah. <laughs> and it fits in the fiction. So yeah. if like some if people are doing forgeries, the forgeries are getting better because the border security is is tougher. Right. You know, so it like actually works just perfectly in the fiction, which yeah. is super cool. Yeah. Um moving on to day five. Um when you get the paper, it says a fugitive from Republia. Uh, I kept reading that as Republica. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh that band. Like <laughs> so somebody let somebody menudo out of Republica. <laughs> Um, but there's, there's a, there's a, a fugitive from Republica, a track star named Vince Lestrade, uh, who gets mentioned. Yes. There is kind of one of the, the most wanted and not coincidentally, we get the ability to detain people if their information doesn't line up. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much left to your discretion, whether you reject somebody or detain them. There are times mm-hmm. where detention is mandatory. Like mm-hmm. if they are specifically caught in a lie, but it like you have the option to send somebody to secret prison if they yep. present you with an expired, um, an expired document, and you think, oh, that's an easy choice. Why would I detain somebody for that? That's going to get complicated later. Yeah, like very soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the detain the detention stuff is very disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like the uh, your your shutter slams, so you don't actually see what happens. You just you see but like then- an outline of it. Yep, you see an outline, and then two guys come up and point guns and just yell for someone to get out, and they lead them, again, perpendicularly off the screen, not into the country or back towards their own country mm-hmm. or towards the border, just up. Yes. You know? Um, so. If the person resists or won't leave the booth, you will see them be uh, um, whipped with a with a rifle butt. Yep. Um, and yep. knocked out. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty brutal. And it's it's very sad when you start doing this just for people with expired passports, mm-hmm. uh, which, spoiler, like I do. Yeah, uh, did, even though it feels bad, is because they're always confused by it. Mm-hmm. Like they just presented with a thing. You don't even have to tell them what's going on. No. Or like you, you say that, you know, this is expired. They say, oh, like, I'll get it. You know, I'll get it updated. Or, oh, I'm sorry, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. And then you detain them and they're like, what's going on? Like, what what's happening? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just a very scary yeah. uh, and brutal thing to do mm-hmm. uh, to somebody. Yeah. And they may never know, <laughs> yep. which is, um, you know, part of the horror of this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, this is where I think the most famous moral choice of the game comes by, um, mm-hmm. which is a husband comes through. You know, they're fleeing Republia. Um, you know, a lot of these people are flee- fleeing repression elsewhere. Um, all of his papers line up. Um, he has the permit, etc. cetera. Um, his wife is going to be coming through. He says, hey, take it easy on my wife. Um, and, you know, he goes through and you have to decide, do you eat the violation and let her through because it is the humane thing to do to keep a married couple together, mm-hmm. you know, or do you reject her and leave her to an unknown fate separate from her husband, you know, pretty much yeah. needing to flee back to a repressive state, you know, and nobody leaves home unless it's the mouth of a shark. So you'll be sending yep. her back to it. Yep. Do you, do you, uh, yeah. Do you separate this family? Right. This, and the, the, uh, the version of this that would come out now would be like, ice is nice. 
And you would just play as an ice agent, just like, yeah, you know, duck, duck, goosing children to put them in, you know, separate them from families. Yeah. Um, And Um, additionally, this game is incredibly depressing to play with 2019 eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Even even more so than it was back in 2014. Yeah. For me, which was also depressing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, This is, you know, since I was playing a loyalist playthrough, this was, you know, I was just like, yeah, you can't come through your thing, is it? Mm -hmm. And it does. It did feel shitty. Mm -hmm. Like it is a way to it's not the way I would recommend playing the game. It feels like garbage, Um, but it does become easier a little bit because you are offloading that morality, which is the same thing that, you know, people in this who have this job in real life do. Right. You know, Um, and that is there's an ease to that. This is also the choice that the short film decides to make. Yes bite you in the ass right um it's 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 explicitly this Mm -hmm. um so yeah so it is it is the best thing is let them both through i did not let them both through uh nothing really happened other than me getting an extra five bucks right so yep so that's what that family was worth five dollars yep in ostrotska blah (laughs) so Um, uh day six uh we are introduced to a labor problem in ostrotska uh, so any immigrants who are coming by, uh, specifically to work, need a work pass that will describe uh, not only w- what they are here for, but also say um, how long they should be here to work. So it is more date math that you need to do. Yep. Um, the woman comes through, gives you the uh, strip club flyer again, but also says a note and says there's a man named Derry Ludum, which that has to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's a joke about Ludum Derry's, but what about them? I don't know. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what Lucas is trying to say. Yeah, what are you saying about about the uh, the place for experimenty games that sometimes give you super hot and sometimes give you a big pile of stuff that is unplayable? <laughs> like, what is the uh, what are you trying to say about them that it's a sex trafficker? I don't know. Um, so Dari Ludum uh, comes through and uh, or says, you know, he he's in line behind her. He's a danger. Don't let him through. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime there is that thing, whatever is the most like twist the knife choice is what's true. So yeah. it'd be very easy if his papers were in order, but of course they're in order, right? You know, so I have to let him in because I'm doing that playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the the correct thing to do in real life is not to let him in. Right. Um, however, there is a different part of this. You have to detain him um, mm-hmm. is the thing. If you just decide not to let him through, he gets in and he kills those women. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The game has a real agnosticism about stuff like that to you. Like a lot of the consequences are mechanical and play into the sim part with your family. A lot mm-hmm. of them are just what headline you read. Yes. Like if he kills those women, nothing bad happens to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to decide inherently that is a bad with your own humanity. Yes. Um, what actually happens in the game is um, matter of fact, uh, yes. maybe to a fault. I don't know. That's up to you. But that it, is the voice that it decides to take. Yeah, it is about the systems. Yes. You know, and the, the, the systems allowing for the thing as opposed to just the thing itself, making a commentary on the thing. Yes. Um so much um with the um, with the work pass and as they start adding more documents that you need to get in i want to talk about how frustrating it is and how um uh, let's let's just say unreasonably mad i got when somebody would would give me incomplete documentation and i would say oh do you have this and they would say oh i'm sorry like you just made me add an extra step what are you like yep. just give me everything you have you remember to bring it or when they say, I will be here for three months, the document says uh, one month, and you prompt them, and they say, oh, yes, I mean one month. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Just I, make it, it easier it, for it, all of us. It's like you're you're not uh, – that's another way that the game is is making you into a monster. Yep. You know, because <laughs> the reason why – 
Yeah, no, no, I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you do. I'm just saying like, you know, it's that's very intentional that makes you pissed off about that. Mm -hmm. And when you think about it outside of playing the game, it's like, oh, they're nervous. Mm -hmm. Like they just went through a sh like all these guys have assault assault rifle 15s. Yep. <laughs> standing outside them. And like they, yeah. they probably heard stories at this point, you know, about this border. They heard about the bombing and stuff like they're mm -hmm. nervous as hell. Of course, they're making really, really dumb mistakes. Yeah. You know, you know, and um, like people's indignation, they had they spent a lot of money and time getting those documents too. Yep. W whether they got them officially or got forgeries. Either that sometimes they're indignant. Sometimes they're just like incredibly sweet and apologetic. Mm hmm. You know, and it's you are treated to round both those down into an inconvenience to your job. Right. Because, you know, I guess another one of those like weird backdoor themes about this or just kind of something it does is that like employment really does dehumanize us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a way, not inherently and not all employment, but like something about it does encourage rounding errors, you know, of people. Right. Right. You know, even if it's, you know, this is obviously a very high stakes thing. Even if you were working a counter at like a burger place mm -hmm. and someone asked you for an extra straw, like anytime I've worked at like a shitty job like that and someone asked for something very basic like that, mm -hmm. I get a little bit annoyed because I have to do it and it sucks. I'm mad that I'm in that position of subservience. Yeah. You know, like I used to get, um, when I worked at the department store, I used to get mad at people who wanted to double bag things. Mm -hmm. And it was like, that doesn't. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. that's a very simple, just like, <laughs> if if someone just walked up in the street and they're like, hey, would you, you know, hey, could you uh, hand me this thing? I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Yes, please let me help you. Like, we are, we are, we are strangers on this road, but together <laughs> we will, we will be stronger than we would be apart. <laughs> and then employment rounded me down into a worse person. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, to where I would be annoyed at a simple human kindness. Yeah. This is magnifying that to to make the effect even more pronounced. Yeah. Like a, 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 an incentive doesn't have to be designed to be perverse to make us perverts. Yes. Right. And and this is uh, much like real life in Papers, Please. If you want to hold on to that humanity, it is uh, effort. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it is an act and a verb to constantly keep in mind no, this person is just probably nervous, mm -hmm. you know, and that's like a level of RP serverness that not a lot of people are going to bring to this game. But if you want to not feel that, you know, you have that option to just be like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to choose to understand this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is like the this is water speech, but the game. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. But I mean, it just like the like this, this game, it just it is brilliant and that it turns those systems and incentives into dissonance for you. Yes. Like it caused me, you know, caused me to interrogate my values and yep. really consider what it was having me do in the name of in the name of numeric success. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Super, super good. So this day ends. Um, because you let somebody through from Kalechia who has valid papers, but, uh, he had a bomb on him and he suicide bombs the uh, area beyond your checkpoint. Mm -hmm. So you yep. followed the rules. He didn't. And that led to people dying. Yep. So because of this, Hey, if, uh, you, we now have a scanner. Mm -hmm. So like similar to, uh, an airport. You know, like uh, we're like TSA agents now yep. added to the booth. Anyone who is a collection who comes through needs to be searched. Right. Um, um, so <laughs> violating somebody's bodily privacy because of where they're from. Pretty bad. Mm -hmm. um, pretty bad. And this is this is great. So like when um, generally the first person who comes through is always a tutorial for whatever the day's new mechanic is. Yes. So the first person who comes in is a collection and the uh, you go in, you say like, 
you tell him it's a random search, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the shutter comes down. You see, you hear two very satisfying flash bulbs, mm-hmm. and then you get a picture of them, kind of schlubby in their underwear. Yep. Like nobody looks real good. Like there's lots of chub. Yep. Like you know, kind of going on in this, and I think that's really, really great too. Like yeah. it just feels very undignified in a way that it is undignified to, as a government agent, ask to see somebody nearly naked. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to, and. To- further shaded by the fact that oftentimes they have shit on them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, you know, it's actually, Oh, like this actually saved lives violating <laughs> the civil right. Like, uh, uh, yeah, no, you know? yeah. <laughs> like you really so. shouldn't have tried to break this rule. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like you did, like you came through intending to hurt people. Well, like yeah, what, you what, shouldn't what, have come here. Yeah. What, 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 yeah, yep. exactly. You shouldn't have come here. Um, yeah. Like just like, like what, why are you making it necessary for us to have these rules in the first place? You fucking murderer. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, but you know, you end up needing to kind of point out, uh, or, you know, you, you, you take the picture of them. The thing that will let you know whether or not you need to scan them oftentimes will be a discrepancy on their weight. So if their, if their document says they should weigh, you know, some number of kilograms and their actual weight is some number of, some number of kilograms plus two or three, that is grounds to take a picture of them. But you Mm -hmm. have to call out that discrepancy in order to raise the scanner. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does a good job of stopping you from just covering all your bases. Yes. Like you have to hit those discrepancies first. Yeah. Um, so uh, and people are going to try to sneak in weapons and such, but sometimes people are going to try to sneak in drugs to sell and sometimes medicine. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, a person comes in and says, hey, you know, I have uh, this is actually medicine. I'll give you this bribe to let me in. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't let in anyone, but you can let in somebody with medicine. Yeah. But you would understandably be gun shy. Well, yeah, because you've seen pe- you've seen people die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yeah. And also, why should I believe you? You were trying to sneak it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. why should I believe that it's medicine and not drugs or bombs or anything? Yeah, yeah, it's turning you into the paranoia that the, the state has. Yes. Um, day eight, uh, the Kletchians have filed a complaint about the searches, so we've temporarily halted those searches, but they're sending in a diplomat. Right. Um, diplomats need a different set of passport. They need a passport and a diplomatic authorization to get mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Uh, so you end up having to check the seals most likely yep. or check whether they are authorized to be in Arstotska. Yep. Cause sometimes they're diplomats for other areas. Yes. Yep. Um, and this is where you get your first encounter with an Isaac agent. Uh, he walks mm-hmm. up saying, Hey, the order awaits and he gives you a note. Uh, the note just says Isaac. I think they went a little over the top with how these guys look. <laughs> they look like G.I. Joe villains. Yep. And I, and I felt like, oh, anyone with an assault rifle 15 is going to just shoot you. Yeah. You know, it, it is not going to be, uh, you're not going to get this far into the line. Yeah. The, I know, I know like what they're doing is like they have hoods up and it's casting a shadow over their face. It looks like they're wearing featureless masks with a sun drawn over one of the eyes. Yes. It's very culty. Yeah. Um, so that is something you're going to have to deal with later on because they're they're going to start giving you tasks. Uh, mm-hmm. This is also the first time where you end up needing to scan somebody because their gender is ambiguous. Yep. Yeah, we kind of talked about that early on in yeah. the episode. Uh, this um, game has, has nudity. Yes. Like it's an um, option, but it does have yeah. nudity. Yeah. Yep. It is up to you how nude you want these people to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, hot coffee. <laughs> uh, the... Uh, so you, uh, so moving on to day nine, uh, you get a letter from Isaac. Um, they come through with the name Corman Drex on the back. Right. And uh, these letters, when you get them, tend to, like, the revolutionary stuff is very boilerplate. It's not mm-hmm. very complicated. No. It's a lot, uh, you know, anyone can see the government is 
totalitarian and this country didn't used to be this way. Mm-hmm. We need to change it from the inside. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we are here to stop the corruption and do not question what we are doing in order to yep. make that happen. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, so the Ministry of Information, they found a spy. Um, so we, they're sending a liaison today for you to look out for as well. So you're trying to keep track of both Corman Drex and this uh, liaison. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, additionally, we have another complication. Uh, <laughs> one of our guards, one of the people who mans the detention center, he says, hey, I get a bonus for each time, um, each time I detain somebody. Uh, it would be in both of our interests. Like you're not detaining detaining enough people. Um, I will pay you five dollars for every two people that you detain, um, just mm-hmm. as a way of sharing the bonus. That way, we all get richer at the expense of these people that we are unjustly um, imprisoning, interrogating, and uh, most assuredly beating. Yes. So right. it's like, well, yeah. I, I mean, I probably at this point we haven't talked that much about the um, the sim part at home. But even if you were doing very well, it is designed to be razor thin. Yes. Like you have a savings that you can carry forward, but there will be unexpected expenses. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing incredibly well, you can actually move your your characters up into better apartments. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as I know, there's no benefit to that. It just seems to make the rent uh, more expensive and the heat more expensive. Yeah, it makes it more expensive. I think the idea is just like you have to imagine that it's better for your family. Yes. You know, a class eight apartment, you know, a class seven apartment sounds better than a class eight. Well, yeah, it's one, it's one whole apartment better. Yeah, yeah, it's you get you get seven apartments instead of eight. With less <laughs> cleaning. Um, yeah, so it's just there are a couple of things like that, but there will also be weird little disasters that will pop up or opportunities to spend money. So having yeah, yeah. a tiny little nest egg of like thirty dollars is very useful. Yeah. Um, so taking this is an easy thing to take this detention thing because. Mm-hmm. Ostensibly, they're people you'd reject anyway. Yeah. It's not outside the rules that detain all these people. Right, it's right. It's just inhumane. Yeah, and there are going to be people that you're going to detain anyway. So, like, if they if they had contraband on them, I might as well get something for sending them up there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I didn't mention this in the, in the generalities. One other thing you can do in addition to upgrading your apartment, you can upgrade your booth. Oh, which, yeah, Which yeah, I yeah. like that you are spending your own money to upgrade your work facilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of it, like all of those uh, upgrades are just little interface niceties. So like pressing a button to bring out the stamps as opposed to moving the mouse over and uh, clicking shortcuts. on them. Yeah. Keyboard shortcuts. Yep. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so all that new, all that stuff has been happening early on in the day. This woman approaches and says, Hey, I've got these two folders. Uh, what you need to do um, is give the fake one to an imposter um, so that they can pretend to be the person from the mini, the ministry of information. Um, and it's funny if you look inside that folder, it's all about Kalechi and ducks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 So you're doing a, you know, somebody is asking you to do a little bit of a switcheroo to get a, uh, to get a fake minister in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is a big move. Yes. Um, I don't do it cause I don't do anything that's against mm-hmm. the rules in this playthrough. Yeah. But Presumably you do if you want to yeah. uh, be a good person and do the revolution. That was your attack. My attack was to attempt a revolution incompetently. I guess, I mean, that's kind of saying something too, is that if you fuck this up, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So uh, Corman uh, Drex arrives. Um, he gives you a piece of paper explaining that Isaac wants to overthrow this uh, Aristotelian uh, regime and gives you a code sheet 
when you give him his pamphlet back. Usually they ask for their materials back. Yes. Um, they don't, and it, it shows up with one one kind of thing. Yeah. Pops up. The code sheet has a bunch of garbage text on it. A little bit later, you're going to get something that lets you read it. Um, yep. Yeah. Yep. In su- a pretty super basic, like, little, little cutout cipher thing. <laughs> yeah. Some real Escape Room 101 stuff. <laughs> Um, moving on to day 10, uh, you know, the headline says, uh, uh, Kalechia cleans house, attacks its own, a round of disappearance blamed on a faulty, on faulty evidence. Oops. Yep. <laughs> that's what I, that's what happened when I switched those doc papers. Yep. So even when you try to be good, you're causing suffering somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is where you get your first little evaluation. Uh, your boss comes, not, comes by, not the auditor, not the creepy boss who is always there when you start the day. Yeah. Sometimes yep. just like he doesn't walk up. He's just been standing there. Uh, no, this is kind of a mid-level boss. Uh, he comes by to tell you how many citations you've gotten. I never got more than a certificate of sufficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I hung it with pride, even though, uh, some folks, uh, made fun of me for doing that. <laughs> it, um, there is, you can get excellence. Okay. Um, I couldn't do it either, but I got sufficient, which is very funny. And I would very much like a certificate of sufficient in real life. <laughs> yep. Like, I think that is funny. <laughs> one day, one day I'll earn yep. a certificate of sufficient. Yep. Out <laughs> of <Quatulence. laughs> The, um, yeah. So, but you can, you can do very well. You can also get the, um, you know, uh, no certificate, like you have to improve. Yes. Thing as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So a man uh, shows up after this and you can hang things on your wall. I love how this kind of plays out to you, mm-hmm. like decorating your booth. Again, these are small changes. Like they sound like small things, but because you're so trapped in this like work zone, it feels mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Um, a, uh, a man arrives with an entry permit or without an entry permit. And, uh, when you deny him, he won't leave. So you detain him. This is the first time the, the guards have to come in and, and rifle, butt somebody, uh, through it. Yep. Crack somebody in the skull. Another piece of good sound design. Like yep. it's a, it's a real thwap he gets. Yep. Um, yeah. Yep. This is where you get the card that lets you read the code sheet. It's got some holes punched out of it that reveals the names, um, of some agents you're supposed to let, let through. I had Stephanie Greer and Mikhail Saratov. One of the ways that I fucked up my Isaac run through was just by forgetting those names, mm-hmm. uh, which is easy to do because yep. you're seeing tens of people a day. And there's not a way to write that down in your booth. Like you'd right. have to kind of cheat into the real world mm-hmm. to do so. Yeah. Day 11, uh, there's been a break in at the Ministry of Information and has compromised our Stotskin documents. So you now need to check and make sure seals are valid. Right. It's introducing the counterfeit seals. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgie comes through and this is the first time his papers are in order. Right. <laughs> so, you, so you let him through. And this also, there's a little bit of shade to that too, where like, Oh, I know this guy's probably up to something because of his history. Mm-hmm. Like, do do I minority report this dude? Right. Like, do you I know? just do, do I just deny you because I know something's got to be up? Yep. But instead, you know, because again, because I'm doing rule follow thing, I definitely let him through. Oh yeah. Um. If <laughs> if you don't let him through, uh, I let him through because I was, you know, even though I was being well, revolutionary. Awesome. Yeah. Like George, George is really good. Uh. But if you don't let him through, like he breaks character. He says, you know what? Fuck this. Uh, you know, mm. you're, you worst person, our stats go worst country. And then he goes, mm. um, I don't know if he comes back after that, actually. It'd be a bummer if he didn't come back. I know, um, right? There, there's a metagame in this of collecting little coins for each of the countries. Mm-hmm. And he is the, the way to get one of those. Yeah. To get the Oberstan um, one. Yep. And that is just for, it's essentially another kind of achievement. Yeah. yeah. So just a little collectible. Mm-hmm. 
um, that guard comes through. We've been detaining people left and right um, with your bribe, and he gives you way less than he said he would. He gives you like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, my wife got sick, so your payment's light. Um, yep. Detain more people. And it's like, man, fuck off. Like, it is it's crazy how frustrating that becomes. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, I don't even care. Like, you don't even care about the sick wife. Yep. You know? Right. So. Like, perfectly, you know, perfectly good, you know, the good motivation, but. No, fuck, fuck you. I've got a sick wife too. She needed medicine. Yep. 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 Oh, um, so I let, uh, one of the agents through and a man came by from Isaac and he gave me $1,000, which, uh, Yahtzee, right? Like, holy mm-hmm. shit. Like when I'm, you know, trying to keep a nest egg at $30, 1000 yep. is too much. It is yep. too much. If you don't burn yep. it, your neighbors report you because, oh, right. This is totalitarian you know, watchful eyes are everywhere. Yep. Um, so yeah, it gets you in more trouble. And this, uh, yeah, it's a way to get at a game over. Um, this happens even if you haven't been letting people through mm-hmm. like the, it, it, it's kind of in that if you've been loyal to the government, it feels like it articulates as a, like, maybe this will change your mind. Oh yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Um, day 12, there is a, uh, a story about how the Greston Metro has been halted a tunnel caved in. Um, so I think that that was because I let some ASIC people through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Undoubtedly. Yeah. Um, when you open the shutter, there's an inspector there. Oh, this guy uh, looks so creepy. He's good. He's got <laughs> mirrored glasses, like, um, that creepy kid from, uh, uh, Sin City. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he asks you if you write, he shows you like, Hey, you know, have you seen this symbol? And he draws you the symbol for Isaac. Mm-hmm. And this is a way to get a non-standard game over even while being loyal. Yeah. Cause, because you just you hand say, over like, the code sheet. Yeah, you can say, yeah, I have seen it, and you hand on the code sheet, and you get arrested. Right. So even if you're being loyal, you can't be entirely open with your government. Right. No. Yep. Um, so this guy will be your nightmare, because he does pop up. He he never walks up like your mid-level boss does. He's yep. just there when you open the shutter. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Spooky. Um, we get another little incentive here. I have no idea if this is, so I don't know if this is a bad thing, but I kind of think it might be. We have got a guy who says, yeah, I'm looking for engineers. Um, so, and he hands you a bunch of cards, like I'll pay you for each engineer you send my way, you know, and Mm -hmm. you determine that by looking at their, at their work permits. I think, I I don't think there's a bad thing that happens with this. I think it just, you're trained to think that there will be yeah, because nothing good ever happens. And I think this is relatively benign. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this uh, this day can also I don't know if it automatically ends, but can end with another Kalechian suicide bomber. Right. Yeah. Getting through. Yeah. So I, I had no idea that 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 was a uh, um, uh, my fault. I thought I thought that all of those were scripted. So there are going to be a bunch of times where just a day will end because of a terrorist attack. Yeah. It, I can't. I, some of them are scripted, yeah. and I don't remember which which one which days like there are 33 days in this game yeah or 32 days i remember which ones are scripted and which ones aren't mm-hmm. i just know it can happen both ways yeah so sometimes you let somebody through who has a weapon because you didn't check their weight and sometimes uh the person's papers are in order and they precisely went on a diet to lose two pounds and then strap two pounds of explosives <laughs> to themselves right so they beat the system yeah get on them <laughs> yeah um it's it. hard yeah uh <laughs> exactly getting <laughs> bombs is hard yeah. presumably <laughs> Um, day 13, um, because of this incident, the uh, ministry of information actually, uh, uh, hires a new director. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And he comes in and starts, uh, starts wrecking shop. We have a requirement that all foreigners need to, uh, apply like this, uh, identity supplement. 
which lists their physical characteristics, this is where you start uh, being able to check their weight specifically. Um, mm -hmm. And also there are vague descriptions. So like if somebody is overweight, it'll say they're overweight. Um, if they have cool sideburns, it'll say killer sideburns. Yeah. These are very funny. <laughs> I, I just, I like Good the hair. idea. Yeah. I like the idea of somebody in Kalechi. I just like looking at somebody and saying, Oh, sick burns, yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> Sweet stash. <laughs> um, these get very confusing too, because sometimes it will be like wavy hair. And it's like, why is that wavy? Yeah. You know, that's not the term I would have used for this. Um, you can always just check the discrepancy and it will mm -hmm. say yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. A you know. little bit, a little bit um, of a shortcut. Um, uh, yeah. End of the day, uh, a soccer player comes through. Um, there's been a couple times I've been mentioned, I believe in the newspaper mm -hmm. about the, our Ostatskin soccer team. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's lost his ID card. Um, he gives you before you approve him or deny him, he gives you a poster mm -hmm. uh, to put up. And this will play in later in a funny way, yeah. <laughs> um, possibly. And uh, but he does not have his ID card, so yeah. it's up to you whether you want to let in the sports star because of a celebrity or deny him. I, I denied him, and he got real indignant. I even gave you a banner. Come on. Yep. 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 <laughs> Sorry, bud. Oh man. Uh, so day fourteen, uh, Arstotska has picked up a little bit of a bad reputation for being a, a, a haven for criminals. So now we get uh, the most wanted list. So we have little, even lower res pictures of faces. And we have yep. to identify when, you know, a, a wanted criminal is coming through. And this is very hard because it's very much guaranteed that, you know, or it's not guaranteed that they will go through. Right. Like you can go the whole day, like this first day, because of tutorial reasons, you're going to get a criminal. Mm -hmm. After this, it is random. Right. <laughs> so this is just a thing that may fire. Mm -hmm. And it's just an added step. But just for people who have never played the game, like think about how many steps we've added. Like yep. we're halfway through the game <laughs> and there are just so many different forms of ID. And that is that is the mounting anxiety mm -hmm. that is papers please yes um and by the time you have forgotten because it has been so long since you got nabbed for a criminal uh they'll come through and you'll be yep. you'll be you'll be dinged for it yep yep again paranoia um that's the only real mechanic at this day the one thing i would say at this game if it was i think it'll probably use fewer down days yeah like this adds a mechanic but nothing else really happens on it yeah um I, i'm not saying that the revolution plot needs to move every day but it's a little more diffuse and that does serve a purpose like it lures mm -hmm. you into a false sense of security but it does mean that like there are just days you'll play where like not only is there nothing really to talk about in the context of the show but like at the end of the day you're like well that, nothing really happened there like yeah well, yeah, let's move on. What did that up? What what did that add up to? Um, like maybe there's a you know like that that is there to like smooth out a resource curve somehow. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like just those easy days are there for you to rack up some money, so you will have something to you know as a buffer for when things get hard later. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, day fifteen ends up being a little bit harrowing because your first guy comes through, screams "Death to our Stotska." And throws a bomb into your booth. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, so this goes from being stressful to being very funny uh, because your buddy, your corrupt guard buddy, is just insulted that the bomb is so simple and so poorly made. <laughs> yep. he's, he's not even hurrying to help you disarm it. He doesn't disarm it himself. He's just complaining about what an insult it is that it's even here. Mm hmm. Yep. So you have to disarm it. This doesn't come up very often. I was like, oh, now I'm disarming bombs. Fuck. <laughs> but it, it's not really. It's it's like it's a one time scripted thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just a little bit of humor. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, this day is unremarkable. Uh, uh, an Isaac agent came through. The one of the hooded guys said, "You failed us once. Don't fail us again." I guess I just didn't catch one of the one of the folks. So that kind of is a, like a, like a ding against me. I think that like in the final summation, you can be denied the good ending for Isaac if you like if you miss more than two of their events or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They want you to get, uh, and get those people in to start seeding things. Yes. Um, so yeah, this day only starts off strong after that. Not a whole lot happens. Um, day 16. Um, (laughs) so the, the ministries have a staff shortage, which means the outer guard is no longer there. We no longer have this guard. Here's a key to this thing. You presumably had in your booth the whole time. Right. Um, it is a tranquilizer gun. Yep. You can so, come through and turns this into like a first person shooter almost like it, you click on things to shoot it. Yeah, it's it's like the shooting interface from Oregon Trail almost. Yeah. Like your cursor turns into the crosshairs. Um yep. so so weirdly like the like the 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 drawer only pops down when the alarm is up. Uh there are two guns. Uh one mm. you know, one of which you officially have uh you know access to with the key, the tranquilizer gun. Um it's really tense because you have to remember where you left the key and then pick it up and then drag it over to the keyhole and you yep. don't know if that's enough time uh to get it's, them. Um, it's very tough. Yeah. And uh, and it's very easy to put paperwork on top of the key. Yep. And not realize you've done it. <laughs> so just a just a very real moment of like panicked shuffling as you as you try and go for it Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. uh the other gun is a lethal gun but that comes through in a story event later so a man comes through who wants to come through for medical reason because there is a surgery that he needs his band in clutchia um this is kind of like a special event here uh near the end of the day someone does hop the barricade anytime there's a new mechanic introduced you're going to use it Mm -hmm. so you have to get the gun yeah uh, out and shoot him and it's incredibly like you fumble with keys Mm mm-hmm in this um, yeah. it's not actually hard to hit somebody because you're just putting the mouse over them mm-hmm. um but it is very hard to get the gun out yes um this time it is a, you know a little bit fortunate i guess that uh if you miss him then the guards inside just shoot him that's the mm-hmm. difference between him being tranquilized and him being killed uh so you have to you know deal with that yourself uh regardless you still get a bonus monetarily if this happens um even if you didn't hit them as long as you get a shot off um, mm-hmm. you get more money for hitting them, but you know, it, it's yep. a way to at least d- dampen that impact a little bit. Get your sharpshooter bonus or whatever. Cause it does cut off the day. Yes. When this happens, no more people get in. Day, day 17 introduces a new character, uh, Sergio. Um, he is mm-hmm. this new guard that actually comes from the same town as you. There's like a little yep. bit of dialogue. This is the first bit of characterization that your point of view character has gotten. They're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, both of you are from this rural, rural backwater um and you just kind of commiserate like yeah still the same shithole as it always was yep he's your buddy yeah like he's he's uh you know he's becoming friends with you this whole idea that they are taking people from your garbagey little town mm-hmm. because of uh, guard shortages yeah you know is telling as well yeah kind of behind the scenes um isaac an isaac agent comes through with a note and says like listen you probably think that we're responsible for the border attacks this is to assuage you if you're doing a revolutionary mm-hmm. run through and you're thinking like uh you know I don't know about these guys. Yeah. He's like, no, we're not doing that. We want to destabilize power centers within. Right. We're not doing these border attacks. Right. Different people um, continue helping us, please. Yep. Yeah. Um, and this day has our first journalist. You have journalists who try and get in with just their press passes in lieu of a bunch of other stories uh, or a bunch of other papers. Um, I have no idea what this is trying to say about journalism. 
Because mm. when you deny them entry, they write an expose about, you know, just how repressive the regime is. Um, mm. If you let them through, they write an expose about how lax the borders are. Yeah, yeah. You can't really win. You know. With that. Yeah, well. Um, day 18. So because of this bad press, regardless of how it came about, came about um, your bosses now say there needs to be a reason for denial. Right. Uh, stamp luckily this is you, there's not one stamp for every reason right um you just have to it's an additional step when mm -hmm. you deny someone you have to put a second stamp on there right um and yep. so this is for you know if before you were just kind of noticing oh yeah this is expired and and rejecting them this adds the extra step of you have to go to the rule sheet and say like every document you know must be current right yep um in order to cause this uh stamp to you know fly out for you to use mm-hmm mm-hmm mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the first person gets rejected and they're like, why? And you're like, I refer you to the stamp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, well, you screw know. you anyways. Like, yeah. Extremely cold, bureaucratic thing to say. Right. Yep. Oh. Um, this day is also sh cut short by someone jumping the fence. Mm -hmm. um, you get a chance to shoot him. You know, there's a very specific alarm that goes off when it's time to get out the trank rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you shoot him, uh, you get a, uh, you know, again, a bonus. Yeah. Um, and you might want that. You might want to shoot a man so you can get your son a birthday present. Yeah. Yeah. Very sad. <laughs> because, you know, he wants a $25 crayon set, which is the same as a day's rent. Yeah. It is 17,000 crayons. <laughs> um, it's colors they haven't even invented yet. Yep. It is. It is an entire hex code worth of. Yep. Worth of of crayons. crayons. Yeah. So you, know, you can imagine what, uh, you know, if a dollar is for eight crayons, <laughs> um, I guess the math is pretty simple there. Yeah, there is it really lot, is. There's a yeah. lot of crayons, um, <laughs> but you get it for them. And again, no benefit. Right. Well, you just do it because it's a good thing to do. And it makes you feel a little bit more human to do it. Yeah. Well, well, well <laughs> you, you get, you, you get them for him. And then the next day he gives you uh he gives you a drawing of you and your family and like, it, or no, it's a drawing of you as like a hero protecting our Stotska. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can hang it up in your, in, in your booth. Mm -hmm. Um, and you even get people who like, uh, uh insult it. <laughs> yeah. I love insulting kid art. Yeah. <laughs> your kids finger paintings suck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. so it's a good thing to do. Is there something beeping yep. on your end? There is my, uh, you can leave this in, no. um, my, uh, Gudetama Tamagotchi. Boof? Uh, do you know who Gudetama is? Um, no. He is that, um, extremely sad little egg. He's a, he's a Sanrio character who is an egg. Who's really over it. Okay. <laughs> he's very funny. Like if you look him up, he's great. Okay. Um, I bought a Tamagotchi of him. This little egg shaped keychain. Very okay. cute. And the way it articulates is like, it's like a Tamagotchi. Like you feed it and everything. You play a really simple game. Um, you cheer it up when it's pouty, but because he's an egg dish every once in a while, a pair of chopsticks comes from off screen to try to eat him. And I have to scare it away. <laughs> um, so, hey, hey, yeah. hey, Gary, I got to uh -huh. tell you, I don't know how happy I am that you've got this noisemaking thing that can interrupt a show. <laughs> the, uh, I, I don't, um, it doesn't usually do it. Okay. So I just need to remember to uh, turn off the sound or put it somewhere. He's new. Okay. <laughs> so, but every once in a while, a pair of chopsticks come through to eat him. Okay. And I guess the win condition is he can turn into one of eight different egg dishes if I raise him all the way. And then I, I can eat him to start over. <laughs> but I guess that's the win condition. He eats soy sauce. Huh. Except when he's sad, he eats a tomato, like a whole tomato. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's pretty cute. 
no, I, a, I, I, I really, I really enjoy this character. It's quite good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was not familiar with him, but now I am all about Gudetama. So yeah, Gudetama owns. Yeah, Sanrio is great. They got big challenges. You ever seen big challenges? No. <laughs> He's a it's a crocodile. They never used it, but it's just a crocodile named Big Challenges. <laughs> it's really good. Like it's extremely good. Sanrio is great. Yeah. Um, um, wow. <laughs> I love that design. Yeah, I have big no challenges idea. is an all time favorite. I've thought about getting that as a tattoo before. <laughs> Like I really like big challenges, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm from circumstances. I got big challenges. So hopefully, my my tiny little Gudetama will continue to nap now okay. that I've scared away the evil chopsticks. Okay, cool. So it's fine. It's neat. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can have whatever you want. I just I thought it would be fun to pretend to be angry about it. Yeah, he's not. It's a. It's a. He's generally well behaved. <laughs> so. um let's see here so we get the reason for denial stamp the crayons we're back and day 19 there we go um (laughs) so we get some sanctions impor uh kind of the stand-in for china i believe china or japan um has begun sanctioning trade from our stotska so in retaliation we're like well fuck you nobody from import can come to our stotska yep yeah um georgie shows up again and uh, this, this is one of my favorite moments with him. His weight is different. So you put him through the scanner. <laughs> you see something taped to his leg. And you start kind of having a little bit of characterization uh-huh. here, which like doesn't happen very often. Right, right. You know, like, but you're just kind of like, Georgie, you know that better than this. You know, like, <laughs> he's, he's just like, what, do you, what is this attached to your leg? He's like, it's drugs. <laughs> <laughs> he's so happy. Yeah. Like, it's very funny. It is like just his his disguise is like really pa- uh, disguise. Uh, that's the, the only word I can think of. It's so paper thin. Like there, mm-hmm. there's almost no bullshit about him except for that one initial bullshit. After that, he immediately comes clean. Well, one of the things I love about him, too, is when you deny him, the reason why he's okay with it is because he just has to go bribe the people at the secret police or whatever. Oh, if you detain him, like, like he, he just gets out. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just he just gets out. He just bribes those people. He just understands. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's just like, oh, no, this is just how the world works. Yeah, no, just like, you know, like, don't hate the player, hit the game. But I kind of like the game because it makes me a lot of money. So uh, yeah. we'll be back here. It's it's like uh, it's like the Looney Tunes where like the the cat and the mouse check out at the like, like clock out of work at the end of the day and go yeah. to the bar together. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. He's a wonderful character. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Georgie is very good. Uh, even the blanket sanction on import ends up, you end up feeling kind of good about it because it is just a very quick prima facie reason to not have to examine as everybody's documents all the way. Like, Oh, yeah, you're from import. You I, can, I can just get you out. Like, let's just bring in more people again. I don't feel good for liking that, but here we are. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so day 20, uh, import has seated. Mm-hmm. So like these these methods you're doing actually are working these kind of bully methods. Yeah. Um so they've been lifted so now we can let those people in. Yeah. Um you get this picture to hang up in your booth as we mentioned. Uh the imperial authority comes by to issue another certificate um either of excellence, <laughs> sufficiency or uh just to call you chew you out. Mhm. Um uh, in addition to that he says, "Hey, I've got a friend coming by, Pierselvka. Uh please let them through." Yep. So it's your boss telling you to break the rules. I'm curious what yep. you did. Um, I did it. I think that you, I think the game ends if you don't. Oh shit. Really? With this. I, um, I think so. It either that or another choice mm-hmm. comes through. Cause I think this did lead to a fail condition, but it might be 
two strikes with this person. It might be something that came earlier. Mm. This is a little bit of a victim of me getting too far ahead on work. So it's been oh, yeah. a few weeks since I played this. So some of the details are, are falling down for me, but I believe that this, you have to make this person happy one way or another. Okay. Um, or you can't actually proceed. Yes. So. Okay. Either that or I broke the rules because it was my boss. Okay. So my, my loyalty was not necessarily to the rules, but to the, to the state. Yes. You know? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, figuring he would be the one who would get in trouble. Not you. Yes. 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 <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, uh, today a music agent comes through and says, Hey, we've got an assassin, uh, who is going to mess things up. Uh, his name is Khalid Istam. And what you need to do, uh, in order to stop him from wrecking our plans, um, is poison him. They give yeah, you, this an... is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is, so it, it's very delicate what is happening. So they give you an envelope that has a, that has a wet white powder in it, but to apply it, you need to like rub it up against the passport when it comes through in mm -hmm. my head. What I thought that meant was just like, put this in between the document and the stamp. So like, yeah. uh, yes, I give you the approval, but it is the approval that kills you. Now you end up having to like, um, rub it. Uh, and it, but yeah, they're they just, it's very specific where you need to click and how you need to layer things. Uh, so I ended, like, he ended up getting through and this was another thing that I failed. If you touch that powder yourself, it's an instant game over. Um, yep. if you do end up poisoning him, he vomits blood right on the other way, like right on the other side of the, of the, um, um, checkpoint. And I think somebody comes up and gets poisoned as well by helping him. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, difficult and uh, and pretty intense. Yeah. So yep. um, <laughs> that's pretty fucked up that they're asking you to kill people for them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's it's kind of a big line, even though I've probably effectively led to more than one death by the decisions I've made. This well, is very direct. More than one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on to uh, day 21. Uh, there's a new rule that Arstotska, um has started accepting as asylum seekers. Right. So if they have an asylum card, we let them through. Um, and this involves checking on their fingerprints and, uh, and several other things. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm curious what you did as a loyalist, uh, with the man who came by asking for a red stamp so he could break a contract. Um, if he, if he was anybody, so if he was acceptable, mm -hmm. then I, I gave him the acceptance. I didn't reject yeah. anybody, <laughs> you know, so I accepted yeah. him. He, he was acceptable. Everything was in line. He wanted to yeah. get a, he wanted to get a better job in Impor. And to yeah, break the contract. As, yeah. yeah. No, no, I let him through. Yep. So he went through and got the, the shitty job in Arsatska. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I slipped him a solid. It was fine. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep. Um we also had a, a a man who came who came up saying, like, hey, I don't have the right paperwork right now, uh, but I'll give you my watch as collateral and come back in three days. I didn't mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't accept this. Because I wear yeah. this watch. People are gonna ask, where'd you get that watch? Yeah, yeah, because the the neighbors. You can also just take the watch and then reject them. Oh, well, that's shitty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty-two. Super shitty, but his, his paper is not uh, aren't good. Yeah, he doesn't um, deserve a watch. He doesn't deserve a watch. Yeah, you can't afford a watch if you can't afford good papers. <laughs> um, the uh, the day ends. A person on the motorcycle um, from our side rides up and shoots a guard. Yeah. You train, um, so you train him when the bike explodes. Him. Yeah. Yep. Um, and this immediately made me realize a and B made me paranoid about the traffic that passes by on the right hand side. I never noticed yep. that there were cars driving by before this. Yep. And now sometimes their motorcycles kill motorcycles, Ugh, kill cycles. Yep. Mm. Um, and then to add complication to this, that night, your sister has been arrested 
because mm -hmm. again, this is too totalitarian and rough. Right. So you can, you have the option to take in her daughter. Right. Um, at this point, it's another mouth to feed. Like this ends up being very similar to like a big sister or a little sister choice in Bioshock where mm -hmm. like it's a temporary disadvantage for a big advantage later. Like you end up making more money from taking her. Do than you? Not. Do you? Yes. Like you get, after you take her, you get, um, she sends you her savings. Oh shit. Yeah. I want to okay. say. Yeah. So like you take her, it's an additional, you know, $5 per night or whatever, mm -hmm. but then she gives you like 80 bucks or a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah. So you break even. Go. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to, so. you have to be well off enough to handle that loss in the short term. Yep. Again, you want to have that cushion yeah. for things like this when they pop up, if you're able to. Yeah. Um, day 22, um, Sergio, he comes up and says, yeah, there's actually more action at this checkpoint than I ever saw in the Kalechian war. Yep. Um, additionally, the sports star comes back with his documents. <laughs> he wants the banner back though, mm -hmm. yep, yep. <laughs> but it's all beat up when I give it to him. I just, yeah. I, I, I cannot believe how precious this banner is to him. Yeah. I do not give it back. <laughs> So no, no, you don't um, get his mind. Um, <laughs> Georgie comes back. Um, he's like, no, I bribed the detention guards, right, but I have drugs again. Right. As well. <laughs> so, I'll save you the time. Yeah. I'll save you the time. But in order to like, in order to reject him, you have to scan him. Um, and when the shutter closes is maybe things get too sexy in here <laughs> as the flashbulb <laughs> goes off. <laughs> like, we all yearn to be Georgie. Yeah. And have Georgie's attitude. I like a read in the wind. Yep. I would like to be able to respond to, uh, to, to, you know, life slings and arrows. With yeah. That kind of, you know? Yeah. Uh, G Georgie is the best. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> uh, day 23 adds another wrinkle. Uh, there's polio again. The anti-vaxxers have gotten their way. Yep. And the United Federation, which weirdly, even though they've got a, like a, like just straight up American town names, uh, is supposed to be modeled after Latvia. No, Yugoslavia. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, but no, like polio resurgence, United Federation, that's going to come to us in a big way a little bit later mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so an easy agent comes through, uh, the guy that, uh, you know, if we gave the powder to the guy, mm -hmm. um, he did not die. Another assassination is coming up mm -hmm. and says, here's the key, actually. So we have this for some reason <laughs> to your to your super gun, to your lethal gun. Yeah. Yeah. If you use it, um, you know, you'll be caught, but we'll take care of your family. Right. Um, uh, uh, so, hey, fuck you for asking me to do that. Yeah. Like you're asking me to sacrifice myself for your cause. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, even if it's a good cause, it's like it's still it's just a big choice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's rough stuff. Yeah, and why would I trust that you would take care of my family? Yep. You know, better than I would. Like, it's pretty, yeah, it's it's. Rough. Have you seen these crayons? <laughs> would you get these crayons for my boy? Yeah, we got burnt orange, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but this is, this is really neat because there is a, a person in your line who is colored red. Everybody mm -hmm. else is normally like a gray, you know, just kind of a, a shadow in it. Um, and the, 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 the trick is... You know, they're going to cause the alarm so the gun will drop down. Um, but, you know, one of the guys is going to jump the fence. It is up to you to not trank that person who jumps over, but instead to take that oppor opportunity to shoot the assassin who is standing in the line. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I obviously don't do this because in my playthrough, I did not truck with Isaac. Yeah. And even though I was but... trucking with Isaac or attempting to, I was like, nah, no. Also, yeah. 
like I it's going to end the game and I needed to talk I need to play all of it to talk about it. So Yeah, get, getting ending 16 of 20 is not <laughs> not, not very attractive. Yeah. We should mention that you can go and kind of start on different days. Mhm. And this, like, it does have a pretty robust kind of rewind system to go check out stuff you maybe missed. So even though, you know, it's asking a lot, Mm -hmm. when it does that kind of stuff, it's not so bad. Yeah, you can just do the day over. Yep. Just to see what happens. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Day 24, the Ministry of Information is really suspicious of insurgent activity in the Altan district of Arstotska. Um, we have a confiscation drawer now and any passports that are from that issuing district, we need to hold back. Yep. You confiscate them. And this is like the beginning of the like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, super totalitarian stuff you're, you're going to start doing. Yeah. Like all of a sudden we're starting to clamp down on our own people for suspicion. Yeah. No good. Yep. And start, you know, uh, confiscating passports. Yes. Just pretty fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like this is the power of somebody to leave the country. Yeah, a basic human right of movement. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, the first uh, the first entrant is of course this because they always tutorialize with the first person. Mm-hmm. Um, you take the, you take his passport and you give them this little slip. Mm-hmm. It's like essentially just like the thing you get when you get a speeding ticket. Yeah. Um, whenever um, anybody asks, like, oh, what is this? What do I do? Your only answer is call the number. Call, yeah, call the number. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure that would that would be enlightening if you did. Um, <laughs> he wants it back. He won't accept it. So you actually have him detained. Right. Because he will not leave the booth. Rightly so. Right. Yeah. Um, and Isaac agent shows up and says, hey, you didn't kill that uh, uh, that, that dude. So now all of our agents and Kalechi are in danger. So our plan must adapt. Um, yeah. And then Georgie comes back. <laughs> yep. He comes back um, and he does you a huge favor. He says, oh, I for sure am not in criminal bulletin. Uh, and, you know, you probably noticed when the when the printout came. Oh, that's Georgie's face. He's most wanted. Yep. <laughs> yep. He even just says, like, I bribed the police yeah. to keep me out of there. Um, but he is, and, of course, in there. And at this point, I don't really feel bad about detaining him because I know he's going to get out. Yeah. He's a snake. It's He's a, a cobra. It's, it's a game of cat and mouse. He's from Cobra Stan. Yep. yep. Uh, which, which beats both the cat and the mouse. Yep. <laughs> cat Whoa. would eat a mouse and a cobra eat a cat. <laughs> uh, the, so uh, moving on to day 25, uh, the polio cases in the United Federation have turned into an epidemic, mm-hmm. an outbreak. So now anybody from the United Federation cannot come in for medical reasons. Right. Yeah. Um, so Sergio comes up and says, hey, my sweetheart from the war, somebody I met from Kalechia, um, she's going to be coming in today. Um, here's her name and here's a locket with her picture in it. Please let her through. Uh, which is the most no-brainer choice to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, I didn't let him through because she didn't have the right papers. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. It's not great. Like It's mm-hmm. not a fun playthrough. No. Uh, yep. this is where the person mocks my, my son's drawing says, maybe he should try sports. Um, and even that has a little bit of a human edge to it. He's like, yeah, I really shouldn't have made fun of your kid. I'm just really stressed out. Yep. Yeah. yeah after you let him in, his, 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 his things are in order, even though yeah, I think it's trying to attempt you to denying him for, <laughs> for insulting for your son. Reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yep. this is a pretty eventful day too, because you get the woman who gives you the love note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is pretty great yeah um she doesn't have a, a work and this is instead of a work entry right yeah. um so it just it gives you this like very cute little love poem <laughs> uh, which you can hold on to like you don't have to let her through right but you still get to hold on to the poem 
Uh huh. Um, because after this, another person comes through and says, "My life is terrible. Nobody loves me." <laughs> and you can give them the note in a very like dropsy way or something. It's yeah, <laughs> dropsy you know? is a good comparison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I, I, I have this, and she says, "Oh, the like the 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 bit about the checkpoint at the end here is really weird, but <laughs> that makes sense. But this, this seems nice. <laughs> but it still lightens her day. <laughs> a little funny joke. Yeah." yeah. Oh man, just just little moments of humanity. All of us should work to lighten each other's load. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yes. Um, this is the day that our boss's friend comes comes by, Pierce Pierce Kavka. Um, that's particularly insidious because you might just forget that he asked you to let her in. Yeah, like it's asking you to remember her name for several days. And again, there's there's no in game way to write that down notes. Right. Yeah, it decides what you should be remembering. Yes. Um, so she's got uh, diplomatic papers. They don't line up. Um, you know, if you want the game to go on, you have to let her through. Uh, turns out she's not really his friend. She's, she's just a side piece for him. She says, I hope he mm-hmm. tires more easily now. Yeah. Um, and she doesn't want to be in Arstotska for very long. Nope. Yeah. So a little bit sad. Yep. Uh, moving on to day 26. Um, now there are vaccination records because of this plague. Mm-hmm. So mostly another expiration date. Right. To check. Yeah, um, or, or Lisa, like, you know, there are people who are vaccinated for a bunch of stuff, but not polio. Yeah, exactly. That to be for for polio specifically. Yeah. Um, the uh, Lisa shows up, who your, your buddy's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, she only has a passport. Um, you know, she doesn't have everything else, but you can choose to let her go mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. You know, or you again. choose to let her through because human connections fucking sacred and no state can take that away from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is the uh, what the what the game, you know, is uh, trying to make you make the decision yes. between give up your mistakes. Mm hmm such um the uh there are asylum seekers who don't have the right vaccination records Mm -hmm. where you have to kind of turn them away again in almost a justified way like you don't want them to cause an outbreak right or an outbreak you know yeah Yeah. you're 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 weighing their life against everybody they may infect yeah yep 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 um but yeah this one you get a pincer attack um that ends the day there's a motorcycle bomb and some people hopping the fence like it's just escalating and we're kind of getting into the end game. Um, starting with 27, uh, uh, your buddy shows up, uh, thanks you for letting his girlfriend in, uh, wants to name their first son after you. It's very sweet. <laughs> yep. Um, they, they, they said they'll give you a gift as thanks and that he's going to get transferred right. at this point. Yeah. Um, so the new rule today is, you know, to, to, to improve security, foreigners have to present this consolidated entry permit, uh, which is nice because it actually condenses a few documents down. So they can add more later on. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, this is the access permit, which is very funny because people, you know, you say like, where's your access permit? Like, oh, my entry permit's right here. What's the difference? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's anonymous. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> oh, no. man. Um, uh, Isaac shows up again. They don't want these uh, these diplomatic talks to proceed because they feel like Kalechia is dragging Arstotska further into this kind of corruption, you know, this corrupt totalitarian uh, direction. Mm-hmm. So they say, hey, please confiscate the actual envoy's passport um, and give it to our guy so we can assume his identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So, you, you know, again, depending on which one you're doing, you either do this or not. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you're definitely condemning this, uh, this diplomat to death by taking yeah. his papers. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, he is not happy about it. Yeah. Um, also not happy is the, is the decoy, right? He says like, Oh, we look very much alive, but I must shave my mustache. We all must make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Again, 
cute little jokes yes. in this, which make it more tolerable yeah. as a depressing slog. It leavens it. That it is. Uh, day 28, uh, the diplomat behaves strangely, spoiling the talks. That says that in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. So, living through the false diplomat uh, kind of messes with the talks. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the new rule is you have to confiscate all Arstotskin passports. No good. No good. Uh, <laughs> trying to figure out who is behind that attack. The the government is paranoid and just literally taking away that right of travel right. from people, like making people a prisoner in the country. Like, yes, you get in, but you don't get out. Mm-hmm. So um, we are definitely being cracked down on and things are getting far more dire. Uh, this mm-hmm. house is on fire and all of the doors are sealed up. Uh, so what we need is a meathead to come through. Uh, criticize our physique and give us a flyer for his gym. Get big town. Get big town is very good. (laughs) Get big town. Now opening a branch in Cobra stand. Yeah. I love get big town. (laughs) Um, there's another motorcycle attack though. It's seemingly happening almost every day. Yeah. Uh, now. And when you go home, you find out that the ministry of information has confiscated your family's passports. Yep. Well, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) The time to get out would have been, earlier that day yeah yep oh man yep day 29 somehow gets even darker uh there's a newspaper headline about a uh, a serial child killer uh who has gotten out of the united federation prison um his name is simon wens and he's an arstotskin native yep Yep, yep. Um, so it's like, well, and of course his papers are going to be in order. Oh yeah. So it's really, really turning the screws. Like <laughs> they follow the rules, huh? Hey, yeah. Children do you? So, so weirdly, uh, he's on the criminal bulletin. So mm. like the, there are two different ways it can go. He can be arrested or you can, uh, do what the father wants you to do. Oh yeah. 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 So we just talk about that while, while we're still here. The father shows yeah. up at the end of the day, but he comes by and says, Hey, um, here is a picture of my daughter, you know, instead of giving you any papers saying, Hey, when, when Simon Wens comes through, confiscate his passport and then give it to me later. Um, that way I can do what I need to do, uh, for my daughter. Um, mm-hmm. and the way that this turns out is this father goes and kills Simon Wens. Like yeah, you can take them. Yeah, uh, you, you like and I, I forget the way that it puts this. Uh, talks about his death, saying Simon Wens found dead in confusing mess. Uh, so mm-hmm. this dad uh, didn't just kill this guy; he dismembered him. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I think that that is the thing I was thinking of that I, I did not do. Yeah, because because against rules. Right. But the um, yeah, they want you to take it him. You can just have him rusted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember if there's something where like he gets out. I don't think that sticks mm. if he's arrested. Okay, but I do not uh, do not totally recall. Yeah. Um, day 29 also begins with your, uh, creepy supervisor in the booth. Um, mm-hmm. if you don't, uh, take down your drawings while he's talking to you or yep. anything, not from the state that's up there, like you end up getting a, a fine for that. Yep. Yeah. For inappropriate. Yes. And non-standard personal stuff. effects. Um, um, more worrying. Georgie shows up again. Oh no. The, 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 uh, the creepy supervisor, he's there to warn you that your audit is coming oh, soon. Yeah, yeah, your, yeah. Your final audit, which is the end game. Yes. Essentially. Uh, Georgie shows up. Um, says like, listen, things are getting super crazy in Arstotska. You've been good to me. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, I haven't, I haven't really actually, <laughs> um, um, you say, yeah, yeah, I know my family's passports are confiscated. And he says, listen, I know I have a forgery guy. You know me. <laughs> you want to escape, start taking, uh, Orbistan's passports. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can use them as basis for yours and right. have enough money for the forgeries. Yeah. And we'll get you some fake passports. Yeah. So all you have to do is you know, violate some people's rights to save your yep. family. Solid bro. Which is kind of what you've been doing the entire time, honestly. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like it's just a more extreme version of it. Right. A more direct version. Fewer steps. Fewer steps toward yep. fucking people over. Yep. Yeah. Um, pretty intense. Moving on to day 30. Uh, Greston is this wedge in these negotiations between Kalechia and as, as Statska or Statska mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and to remind you what the stakes are in all of this, your wife has found a picture of your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. you can hang that up. Um, no, this is the guy who will, uh, who, who will take, who will who find you for you. the personal effects. Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh-oh. Um, so if you have that fa- that picture up of your family, you get fined for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Wens guy, the uh, child killer comes through and uh, again, they want you to admit him so he can, uh, so he can get murdered by, by Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, if you send him through, you get cited because he's, his, he actually should be rejected rather. Yes. So that's just yeah. putting a, a child killer in Kalechia. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. It's still, still not good. Um, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, let me it's see just here. about the end. Yeah. Like this is, you know, so we finished the taken storyline. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's some kind of boilerplate, like, um, a wife goes through, you know, is afraid that the border is going to actually close up, mm-hmm. you know, will you let me through? I don't want to be separate from my husband, yeah, yeah. et cetera. But really we're in the end game here. Yes. Uh, the end game where Georgie shows up to brag about his big score because you helped him like, yeah, no, I've just been, I've been slinging a ton of drugs. I made a lot of money. Uh, you've yep. helped me and you didn't, didn't even realize it. So here's a bunch of money. <laughs> yep. 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 It's a little weird that you just get that money anyway. I think they wanted to not close off the third ending. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like this day 32 ends up being just kind of your ending day 31 is the way things can kind of shake out um, for either direction, because there's going to be a big attack and it is up to you to decide who to kill in Mm -hmm. order to, in order to stop this all, you know, in order to, you know, figure out uh, whether Ezek's going to get in um, or whether the state's going to remain. Yep. You can also, up until this point, so even previous to this, once you have enough passports, mm-hmm. you can leave. Yeah. You have the option to leave during <laughs> your, your night shift or whatever. Um, and you can leave by yourself. Yeah. Like the, the definition of enough is uh, pretty it's flexible. Like it can be yep. you, you and your son, you, your wife and your son. You can leave your uh, extended family in the lurch. Like, yeah. Like the golden yep. ending is to save everybody, but that just might not be possible. And the the way that that actually articulates when you choose that early ending is actually really good um, because they kind of, in a very tense way, describe you going to the border um, and going through the same thing you went through, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's very like, oh, like I have rejected tons of people for this, but you just get through because (laughs) it's not our Statska. Yeah. Like they're not paying paying as close attention because they're not a totalitarian regime. Mm hmm. You know, yeah. Um, even though you, as a person who has done this, can spot immediately how fake this is. Yep. Yeah. Really great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to do that. You want to flee um, if you are in kind of a halfway through situation. Uh, specifically, if you helped Ezek at all, but didn't help them enough for Ezek to take over, um, then your audit will come and you are, you know, imprisoned and then summarily executed that same night. Yep found for, for helping them and everything. If you have been uh, turning them down at every, every turn and fight off this terrorist attack in, uh, in day 31, mm-hmm. uh, in day 32, when the auditor arrives, um, he pretty much commends you mm-hmm. uh, for just being a loyal citizen. And uh, you are brought, uh, you know, on board with just a, a, a job. Yeah, yeah. You're transferred to a different booth mm-hmm. and it's pretty much like, you know, life as usual for you. Yes. 
Yep. Yep. But if you go to Oberstan, everything is fine. Yeah. <laughs> like you just end up living in a snowy country with your family. Yep. Um, so yeah, and there's also a revolutionary ending if you do the Isaac stuff correctly mm -hmm. and uh, you get through there and you are given kind of a place in the revolution. Yes. Like a place of honor. Yeah. And there. Um, the final little encounter with that, uh, the van that comes through, is a difficult combat encounter for what the combat engine yeah. is in this game. It is super like it is, it is tricky. It's super be tense quick. because they, play, they plow down through the guards, um, and then it is two of them who are walking toward you. Um, and you have to mm -hmm. get two shots off on them before they before they get close enough to fire on you. That uh, ends up being the end of Papers, Please. You had an ex exceedingly short little ending. Like I said, yeah. it is just a, you know, a couple screens <laughs> here. And there are a bunch of different ones. Again, the other variations, those are the good endings. Like, And when we say good, it doesn't necessarily mean like good in terms of good, bad, but good is in a complete story. Yes. As opposed to just like, you know, you uh, couldn't pay your rent two days in a row. Yeah. 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 And that's um, that, that's that game. Um it did give me anxiety dreams, um, yeah. specifically uh, two of them, uh, like like just kind of were, were dredged up from like when I did data entry jobs and there was somebody who just like double checked our work and we would get emails like a few minutes after we submitted an order. If it was wrong, it'd be like, hey, you have this, you have a certain number of violations left, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. when you're entering those, like you have to just enter every uh, every letter the exactly correct you know, make sure everything adds up. It's, uh, it's tough. It's very stressful. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, like, the experience, of, this is definitely the last time I need to play this game. Like, yeah. And ultimately playing it before, um, was probably enough for me if we weren't covering it for the show. Yeah. I thought that I had played more of it before when this game came out and it was more part of the moment, but I only did like, I think eight days. Mm -hmm. The additional complications are really interesting, but Overall, I feel like I got it by that point, and I don't know if that speaks to the game's credit or if it speaks to there just being too much of it and it sells past the close. Well, you can you can get it fairly early on, but it, it's also a little bit more when it how much it kind of turns the screws. Yeah, like you can be like, oh, I get that the screws are going to be turned, yeah. but the the increasing intensity and kind of increasing desperation mm -hmm. that happens uh, ramps up continuously and slowly, like. It feels a little bit different than like a pathologic, which for some reason is the, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did not expect it to keep doing that. Um, I'm leaving it in. Yeah. yeah no, he wants to play a game and the game is like a shell game, but okay. in an eggshell okay. with him. And uh, he's sleeping. Go back to sleep. Dude. God. Um, <laughs> so I will figure out how to mute that. Um, I thought I muted it last night too. It turned itself back on. Uh, the uh Continue. i guess like pathologic is the closest point of comparison but yeah with pathologic there's more ebb and flow yeah and then it starts becoming and this is good this isn't bad about pathologic but it starts mm -hmm. becoming like trippy yeah this isn't trippy really it's just that feeling of starvation and privation and just slowly ramped up over the course of quite a while mm -hmm. you know 32 in-game in -game days um and that is a singular experience in games like 
it's it's close to pathologic for things we've done in the show and mm-hmm. things we haven't done on the show. It's closest to cart life. Yes. Um, which have you, have you played cart life? Oh God. Yeah. I like, I like yeah. cart life quite a bit. I mean, I feel the same way about car life as I do about this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't, I mean, I like it, but I don't ever want to play it again. Like it's super yeah. not fun. <laughs> it's extremely stressful to me. Yeah. You know, um, um, for you, know, even, even though this does, you know, go, go on for quite a bit, what it did do was create room for me to think about these issues and this concept, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a way. And then, I mean, the aforementioned stuff about how effectively it puts you in a mindset, um, you know, of somebody who is in this situation, you know, because of the incentives it creates, it is a wonderful integration of play, the- play theme and message, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if I have any more to say about it. Like it's a relatively short and simple game for the show, but ends up dealing with some complex shit. Yeah. Um, in a way that is just, uh, uh, worth thinking about again, it doesn't have too much of a, um, it doesn't come down on a side. No. Which is, you know, again, that the big difference for me with the short film, like this doesn't really say like, you know, you know, obviously Arstotzka is considered bad. Right. In this. And like the side of humanity is probably, you know, the 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 moral choice to make. But mm-hmm. it really is more about how these systems allow for, yeah, for that kind yeah. of oppression. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes you think about, you know, where the line is drawn because some of the stuff that you're doing, stopping drugs from coming in, stopping people with bombs from coming in like that, that inarguably saves lives. Right. Yeah. You know, it's but like, what, like what, even, what is the cost? Right. Yeah. Like uh, in, in the, the, you know, the fact that we, we are dealing with something similar to that now right? in real life in the United States, like yeah. in uh, with, with our border no one is really arguing that people can't go over a border with bombs or bring diseases into the country. Yeah. And that's what's super frustrating when any nuanced take that does not keep them all out, uh, when they argue that it is an argument for no, for no law. Right. Yeah. For completely. You know, there are people making that argument, but there's a lot of space there Yeah, and not even like a milquetoast centrist way. Like just, there's a lot of space there that is like, yes, that can happen. Mm Mm-hmm. But surely, mm-hmm. like these these other these draconian measures you're talking about, not just surely, but like evidence. Yeah, e- evidently. Like, yeah, like the, evidently, like you know, the information shows mm-hmm. that these arguments you're making are false. Right, and it, that's it, part of that like 2019 eyes of of playing this game is how much shittier it feels. Mm-hmm. You know, like the version of this, like you could do a hack of this that is our southern border, mm-hmm. and it just the newspaper, you know, you get up and it's just like, oh, like immigrants depress wages and you could be like, well, I know they don't, <laughs> you know, actually like that, you know, it, it's actually like, you know, the way they do is by ultra capitalists, like hiring them instead of, you know, being able to hire at lower wages, but they don't, they improve the economy, mm-hmm. you know, like it, that, that is a, a proven thing that studies show mm-hmm. like, but just being told that they don't and being told to enforce this thing. Mm-hmm. Like it does feel a little bit like ice agent junior. Yeah. When you when you play this in a way that's like very very shitty, yeah, and does give this a kind of additional resonance in in this year, yeah. I mean, you know, and it's been a uh, you know I, I I don't know how I feel about the fact that I've you know playing this game now feels so much different than it did before in 2014. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it, yes, there is a reason. It's because we have a garbage monster as a president who you know wants to treat these places where countries and cultures 
press up against each other in the most inhumane way possible. Like that is a way that it has been brought home. But like this is modeled after real life problems that exist that people have to live under throughout the entire world and have for centuries. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's grotesque. Yeah. It is grotesque. Mm, it's almost like we picked a really depressing theme for this month. It's well, we who's we? <laughs> well, me, me in the mouse in my theme. pocket. Hey, yeah, hey, hey, Gary, do you want to be Preston? We, we, yeah. Um, so we didn't pick shit. Mm -hmm. My, Michael did. Yeah. Uh, Michael Benavides. Mm -hmm. Uh, we still appreciate it though. Yeah. So good stuff. Absolutely good stuff. Uh, if you have anything to say about papers, please. Frostpunk or Stalker Shadows of Chernobyl, mm -hmm. hit us up at duckfeed.tv slash contact. Um, just in the pure hopes that we don't, I don't get asked this like a thousand times. I understand people mean well. I am playing Stalker without mods. Mm -hmm. And we're playing Stalkers without mods. Like that is somehow like the most common question. Yeah. And it's so weird to me because I think there's an accepted wisdom that you can't play this without mods. Like this is the second time I played through the game. It plays fine without mods. Yeah. Yeah. I am very surprised by the kind of discourse. It's like, Oh, like which, what mod pack are they doing? Yeah. It's not oblivion. <laughs> like it, it's just, you know, it's like, it, just, it plays okay guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No. So we're, we're doing vanilla. The only way I've modified yeah. the game is to turn down the head wobble. So I do too. Anything that's altering a dot INI file is not modding. Right. Right. I decree. Um, I also turned down the fog and stomp because it is, uh, it is extremely too much. The, um, but the, uh, yeah. So if you have anything to say about those three games, that's what we're covering this month. Mm -hmm. um, um, for the next yeah. month. Um, so the, 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 the deadline for responses is always the 15th of every month. Uh, if you have things to say about, uh, April's games, yep. um, sorry, no, which are ODST. Yeah. Or no. So it's spec ops, the line Halo yep. three ODST. And yep. the 2019 Resident Evil 2 remake. Yep. The deadline for that is also the 15th. Yep. If it is April and you're in the Midwest, the weekend of April 12th, we will be at the Midwest Gaming Classic mm -hmm. uh, talking about games that allow you to make art mm -hmm. in them uh, or encourage rather, not just allow. I do not want to get a uh, a billion semantic arguments about, yeah. oh, like Spore allows you to make sculptures and art is subjective and stuff. Take that stuff. Shove it up your ass. That is not, <laughs> you know what we mean. Yep. Um, the uh, So don't be that person. Technically, um, technically correct is not the best type of correct. Yeah. Yeah. Technically correct is actually oftentimes the worst type of correct. <laughs> um, the uh, we're not playing papers, please. IRL. Right. The um, so uh, but yeah, come out to the Midwest Gaming Classic. We're mm -hmm. going to be boothing all weekend. You come say hi to us. We are nice. Yeah. And you can watch us do a panel. Yes. And we'll have a meetup and we'll throw up some details about that as soon as we figure out where that's at and yeah. uh, watch social media for that. Yeah. Come on out. Last year there was a blizzard and I know there were a lot of people who weren't able to make it. Um, you know, check it this time. Check and see. Yeah. Check for a blizzard. Hopefully yeah. no blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. Think so. so. I think that's just about everything. Uh, people have been killing it on the Patreon. We really uh, appreciate that. Makes a huge difference Absolutely. for us. Uh, we're yep. in the process of figuring out where we're going to go for our third live show of the year. Yep. Yeah, we got a good idea, but we're working on out the details. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, as always, like I am interested in hearing about those. If you have a super cool convention in your town that I don't know about, hit me up on Twitter. Yep. Um, also, just because it did just come out uh recently i i'm going to reiterate the policy just because we do get asked about it mm -hmm. um, it's always okay to ask us about this stuff but yeah, if yeah. we can tell you in advance like it saves everyone some time um the premium episodes of watch out for fireballs are going to stay on the patreon in perpetuity mm -hmm. um those never fall off 
the Patreon feed. Those never go to the free feed. However, they stay on the Patreon feed forever, mm-hmm. which means that if you cannot afford to be a patron, we understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put aside a dollar a month and, uh, you know, five months down the road, throw us five dollars, listen to all those episodes and then de-patronize and it will not hurt our feelings. Yeah, we built that. Um, in, so don't feel yep. like you're getting one over on us. Don't do not feel like uh, that is outside of the system. That's against the rules or anything. That is the rules mm-hmm. we are making uh, essentially like we are very understanding and welcoming of people who uh who do not support the podcast because they, um, you know, because they're unable to, mm-hmm. or, you know, if it, it doesn't, um, and less so for people who are just like, I shouldn't have to, Yeah, like we've decided that's not the case. Right. So, and because it's ours, we get to decide what people do to get it. Yes. Um, so, uh, if you, if you're having a hard time affording it, we have a, a way around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, people have been very, again, people have been very kind and very generous Yes. about that. We really do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that's probably about it. And that's uh, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Yes. Um, yeah, and uh, we will see you in a week's time to talk about Frostpunk. Yes, we will. Oh, I have so much to say. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's a good game. Cool. And uh, until next time, what should they watch out for? Um, they should watch out for Georgie because he's here to brighten your day. Mm-hmm. Look out. <laughs>